With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. I ain't fucking crazy. Here we go. I want property friends, plus my hobby is skins. If I get sloppy and sin, then my prophecy ends. But the guard will begin, watching my odyssey spin. In a place where we'll be, based on a true story. Territory was made for me to pursue glory. Blast alone, mass in the zones have to be sold. Every capacity blown, I'm internationally known, yo. So all hail the honorable. Microphone phenomenal, persona is invulnerable. Trust me, son, I continue like a sovereign. Bringing you the drama to allow you that the chronicle was just gun, gun, gun. The saga begins Never-ending epic, got the world spinning hectic I quickly spread it, to the whole city's infected Suspense that I supply, intensify Then commences my daily events go by You get involved in it, paragraphologist Narrating novelist, marketist, sound marvelous I'm the star in this, which means the author's authentic Most definite, every episode's an epidemic So when you research, check it, here go the evidence They represent with lyrical negligence for presidents My signs existed, without the fixing Every Inscription is a special edition So all hail the honorable Microphone phenomenal Persona is invulnerable Trust me son I continue like a star do Bringing you the drama To allow you that the chronicle Was just begun, 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 begun. The saga begins The saga begins Rock and set it all yep, yo. The saga begins Telekinesis, ideas appear as clearest Pictures and movie theaters, lyrics you hear is Devastating the way your ear is So stay tuned for sequels, part twos and more So soon you and your people from bug rust to store The names change, the game remain the same How one came to reign on his claim to fame No stopping this, I'm dropping this with hip this. And when the topic is topicless, then I'm writing the apocalypse So all hail the honorable, microphone phenomenal Persona is invulnerable, trust me son I continue like a solver do Bringing you the drama to allow you that the chronicle was just gun, 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 gun. The saga begins, begins. 
rock him. Said it all. Yep, yo. The saga begins.
the body. Come on, don't smile. I said, everything's fine, but I'm in a New York. 
York state of mind As we reach the kingdom She said bring some champagne She'll entertain then sing some Sentimental songs real gentle It hit the spot and you know where it went to As we embraced I felt the heart pumping I knew she was in the mood for something So I laid on my back and relaxed It wasn't a perion that made her collapse over me she was going crazy She rubbed me on my chest and called me Mr. Sexy She said she want my kids and help me make my next D Tell me I ain't finesse mahogany Can't keep running in and out of my life Set my mic high 
pump your radio, you can record as they place my welcome at at the music awards. Coming to America, attended in high beams, rose petals at my feet like I'm Prince Ikeen. So to all you play your haters while y'all saying y'all rhyme, please stop saying Jada, cause that name's mine. I rock the Philly fame with the diving wave, yes y'all at it. I'm bald like Isaac Hayes, bad eyes will raise, back pain or bad legs, I'ma get better with age. Uh, yes, yes y'all, in your dose, uh, I might check y'all.
now you go from downtown. Could I go from another town now you go from downtown? One blood, one blood, one blood. The first thing is fighting, travel war, racial war, dark blood, blood. My body dances every day for the body time.
some lively relationship talk as usual, you know what I'm saying? Because that's our own personal forte, you know what I'm saying? Not to be copyrighted, also imitated, but never duplicated. Uh, you know, some general subjects, plus more of that good old-fashioned, you know what I'm saying, what's on your mind and what you doing, you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. was, a, that was a highly rated show last week, man. That was our highest rated show last week. People want to know what's on your mind and what you're doing, so there it is there. Yeah, man, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot, man. It's a lot of stuff, stuff to talk about, man, a lot of stuff. You know, uh... Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm, I, I, you guys carry on on what y'all are talking about. What y'all are talking about? I'm gonna get this bike down for my daughter so she can go and exercise, and do a thing with her girlfriends. And I want to talk about what I definitely want to get in and talk about. I want to talk about this situation in New York City about this brother. Okay, you, you do your you do your thing, but before you go, uh, just so you can see what's popping and what's and what's happening in the town, I got a little something here. I want to see if you remember. I know you got a hell of a memory. I'm gonna to toss this one on. So while you go do that, I'll play this one, and then when I, and then when it goes off, we'll be back to go ahead and get at him. You know what I'm saying? Six four six five nine five three four zero two. What you know about this one, Doctor Robinson? Let me hear. Hit it.
supposedly over some cigarettes or some whatever it is, whatever he was, he wasn't supposed to die for. And you're watching the media and the police bitch up already and talk about what the brother's previous crime record was, yet they don't talk about the fact that, first of all, the guy that put the chokehold on him had been uh, sued twice by people in New York because of excessive behavior with with, uh, similar incidents. That's one. Two, he said a, a police officer, right? A, a, a question. According to New York City police policy, chokeholds are not supposed to be administered to people, even to subdue them down, because that's why they created tasers and you got five guys there choking somebody out like that who has asthma, who's telling you he has asthma and he's just he's dead today. And I'm looking at a picture of him and his wife right now. And the third thing is the cop that choked him out, same clown that choked him out, same clown that violated uh, um, police policy, same clown that um, all they did was just take his badge from him. At at the end of everything that's going on, he's standing there in front of whoever had the camera on, smiling and waving after he killed this guy, waving it to the camera. And I'm thinking that this guy should be in chains somewhere or on charges or in the or in, or in, in, in the bottom basement of somebody's police precinct because he just murdered someone, <clears throat> went against police policy, and he's sitting here smiling and waving at the camera like he just won the lottery or something. And then they showed pictures of the brother on the ground with his hands still behind his back, and he's unconscious, None of the police, there's six policemen sitting there, and none of them, and all they're getting is desk duty. Six cops are sitting here, and none of them are giving them CPR. Then the EMTs came out that are supposed to be the ones who give CPR, right? They don't administer him any, any, any CPR, and I think it's because they knew he was dead already, because he was dead on arrival when they took him to the hospital. What do you think about that? Hmm. Well, first of all, man, I'm I'm very disappointed and very sad and hurt for the family, you know, and I'm, I'm I mean for the whole community. I mean, that's a very sad situation, you know. That's a tough experience to ever go through something like that. I never witnessed nothing like that. I, the closest thing I had missing, I mean, closest thing. I had come to me to happen like that dealing with police is was my uncle, you know, who you know, um he he got killed and we don't know he's unknown, we don't know about that but we think the police are suspected. But anyway, there's a long for some reason, you know, there's a there's a long history about the cops and they beating up on women and, and they doing all kinds of stuff. They've been videotaped doing all for years been videotaped of stuff they've been doing. And there's a long list of what they've done and all kind of stuff goes on. But looking at the situation with this, the way it actually happened, because you can, I've seen the video. You know what's so funny? I've seen that that video came out, I mean, it happened July 17th, but I've seen that video like the next two days after, I think it was. Right. It was posted. And what's so sad about that video, you could actually see that, guy when he was alive physically and with the and what was going on before 
they actually killed him. And the thing about it is, man, is that it's 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 a it's a it's a really awful, it's bad, and it's a situation where it's nothing really in our favor. See, people look at the situation now, and America and everybody else see it. It's getting to the point where it's a normal thing now. It's it's like, okay, it's no big deal. Another black life loss. It's no big deal. It's not. It's not an issue. My son, man. He was sitting there talking to me, and he was talking to me about going to school for criminal justice. And I said, for what? What you want to be? He said he was talking about being a police officer. And I I, I pulled him over. I said, let me talk to you about something. What if it happened to be a situation you'd be put down in the Rainer Valley area, and you're down there working, and you're down there going against your own kind? And he was like, damn, that'd be fucked up. I said, don't look at the money. Then I showed him that video. After I showed him that video, he was done. No, I don't want to do that. I'm good. I don't want to do that. Because it's obvious, man, there's a problem, man, and it's it's never, ever, ever going to change until something's going to happen where there's going to be an all-out martial law going on where you're going to end up finding a lot of cops killed. I'm telling you, because people are going to start to take matters in their own hand. And when I say people, I'm talking about my people, us. We're going to start taking situations in our own hand because we can't get no we can't get no justice. It's just us. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to go on record, and I'm going to say this, and I don't give a damn who hears me. If anything happens like that to my son, you're gonna, they're going to be smoking the city. But bless believe me, I might be dead too. Because I'm going all out. I'm going to go all out. Because I've seen this thing too many times where there's nothing ever happens in our favor. It's a long out drawn situation to where we got to go through all kind of different um, trials and and, and and all kind of spotlight type stuff for the media that makes us look like just let us sit there and wait, and then we wait. Even if it so happens that we get some kind of situation, we got to cheer and be happy for what we get. That right there is a that's that's a damn shame right there in the damn self. And at the same time. It's a, it's a it's a flip thing where we most of the time we don't get that. To be honest with you, and I know it ain't gonna happen. Barack Obama has to say something. This is a situation, man, the way he is at the. I know there's a lot of stuff going on over there, way over another across the waters and all kind of stuff like that. But man, I'm gonna tell you right now, if they think they're having a war over there. The biggest war is going to be when they have over here because if they keep playing and they keep messing up, and there's a serious situation that's in process right now. There's a serious slow revolution that's going on. People are really active, taking their time, and there's a, it's a level of consciousness going up to where cats are going to get messed up. They're going to get really messed up. There's a people, people are meeting right now. There's a, there's a lot of stuff going on. People got dates. 
They have weekends of, of partying, and, and, and the parties that they're talking about ain't parties like cookout and kicking and hanging out. They're on some revolutionary gathering type shit. And it's, and, it, and, it's, and it's going on. And it's not a situation of guys sitting back thinking like, oh, they're going to take care of it. No, dudes are sick and tired. They're not done. They're done with that shit. You beating on our women, you shooting our kids, and you taking out our men. You basically is all out of salt on black people. That's what it is. Because when you go there and you do what you do and say what you say and take and, and drag us through that, it shows that right now what we're going through is no different than what we went through back in the 40s or 30s or whatever. It's the same thing. Only thing different is we just spend the money spending money with them. That's the only thing different. They like us more because we've entertained them. You take all that away, it'd be the same old thing. They'd be trying to kill us. They need us to lock us up to make money off us. That keeps them going. They do everything. They make money off us to play sports. Sports, all that stuff makes money. It's to the point right now, man. I've said it, and I'm going to say it again. And my man said it on uh, Zoe Williams. He said this. And I remember that I posted on my uh, Facebook. I said, uh, the greatest... Um, the greatest, uh, what was it, the greatest terrorism that could happen for black people is unification. Us unified would be the biggest American terror terror attack. That'd be the most. That's the most fearful thing that Americans have. If we unify and come as one, that'd be the most scariest thing ever in the world. Because we have the opportunity, man, to have a chance to get together and be so united to where we spend our money only on us, only on us, and, and we just say, hey, we done doing this, we're going to do us. Do you believe we will have so much juice? that I mean, all NBA league, all NFL league, all this, all music, everything, all Everything all about us. We united we would because people in London and Canada are struggling the same way. All the blacks worldwide, all abroad, networking, talking, reaching out, coming together. We get to that way of doing it. We create a capital so so much so big, and we get so much money that they're in on the flip side of thinking about. Wow. And it would hurt their economy because the best way to mess with white folks, the best way to mess with white folks and get their fucking attention is fuck with their money. Fuck with their money. You stop playing ball for them. You stop doing shit like that. Like back in the day when they had the situation with Martin Luther King where he stopped riding the buses and shit. You fuck their whole situation up, man. Then they'd be to the point they're on their knees. Oh, well, 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 oh. No, fuck you. We're going to do our thing. Because they are making money off us. And then on top of that, they're killing us. I'm tired, bro. I'm absolutely tired. It's devastating. I feel bad for Eric Gardner, and I feel bad for Jordan Davis, Trayvon Martin, Sean Bell. They've been going forever talking about so many brothers that lost their lives to to BS, to the cops. To the cops. Richard Glenn Robinson, to the cops. I mean, everybody knows somebody. 
that's been harassed, been disrespected by the cops. I walk down the street, get looked at them funny. Because they, they figure that I'm up to no good. Just a, it's, it's just sick, man. White folks are sick. I hate to say it. You guys are very sick. I won't tell you that. You're very sick. And it's not all of you guys, but the majority of you guys in power are very, very sick. Very sick. Well, you, you said it all right there, my family. And, and and I don't have to guess. I'm thinking along the lines that, uh, you know, these people are just, um, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible the stuff that these people, you know what I'm saying, all, almost, not all, but almost, their entire fucking uh, race, man, when it comes down to looking at us as second-class citizens, when it comes down to, you know, the stuff that we see that happens, you know, on TV, when it comes down to, you know, all this, this fuckery that is presented in front of us, law enforcement, gentrification, the gay agenda on us, people pushing up on us and, and doing shit to us. There's a stopgap here somewhere, man. We just need to alert ourselves to that stopgap and find that stopgap. And once we find that stopgap, we need to make damn sure that we seize the moment, find the stopgap, and close that son of a bitch up. Let me give you an example of something that I'm talking about. The story that I posted today, and... You know, I don't get angry about very many things that gay men do because that shit ain't got nothing to do with me. I said that. That shit ain't got nothing to do with me. It ain't got nothing to do with our people. It ain't got nothing to do with our purpose. We find so many times that from, you know, niggas wearing blonde hair to niggas, you know, kissing dogs in the mouth to niggas, you know what I'm saying, on, on fag shit. It's just general purpose fuckery that ain't got nothing to do with us, but we keep on getting caught up in shit that ain't got nothing to do with us. Let me tell you how emboldened these people are. Posted this story today, and the title of the story is, of all things, and this is going to make you angry as well, probably, white gay men to black women, we're on your side, so stop pushing us away. You got a picture here with, with Donald Lemon's, you know, strawberry punk ass between this sister and this gay dude, right? And this is how emboldened they become. In a recent piece, right, with Time Magazine, writer Stephen Friss or Freeze, whatever his name is, told a personal story of how he came to know black women through his boyfriend. He said he recalled a concert that headlined by Queen Latifah Erica Badu. And he recalled how the audience was filled with just black women, right, but also white gay men. Priest also says that the relationship between gay white men and black women goes far back. Now, I don't, I've never heard of this shit before, and I've never heard of this farce that this guy is talking about, but this is the fuckery that CNN puts on shit they want you to believe. At a University of Mississippi senior, according to Freeze, believed that she was defending, right, women from a cultural theft 
probably, you know, it's a system now, probably with, against, you know, these guys stepping in and dirty dicking their men and doing all this dope, old, other foul shit. But once again, it has nothing really to do with us as a people. Said to believe she was defending them from cultural theft. And she told him, you are not a black woman. You do not uh, uh, claim either blackness or womanhood. It is not yours. It is not for you, the woman scolded. Freeze acknowledges that the relationship between white gay men and black women isn't perfect, but it's a strong alliance that he wants to see continue, which that's fuckery. He's probably just talking about some women that he know. Okay? And he says white men, white gay men as a group, could be the truest of the people. Listen carefully here. White gay men as a group could be the truest friends of black women women can have in American society. No alliance is, is, is perfect, but this one has the potential, if nurtured, right, to reconfigure the stories of race and gender. He says black women should take advantage of the solidarity that exists between gay white men and black women to further issues important to black women. White gay men once intensely vilified, right, but now are able to harness our white privilege for good, having learned what being an outsider is like, our conduit through which black women can work against both countervailing forces that push them down, right? Freeze openly acknowledges that the oppression of the black woman has been historically worse than gay men have experienced, but that there's no question that white gays have intrinsic advantages over black women in, in American society. He said that, sure, we take our lips of black women certainly uh, win the sweepstakes and impress, an, an impression by a landslide. So, Freeze, so according to Freeze, this is not as important an argument as who has been oppressed more, smoking like a true white man, since black women can lay claim to that, but how both groups can ally each other. He concludes that saying the mutual fondness between so many black women and white gay men makes them natural allies, and no one should be allowed to undermine that bond. First of all, first of all, right off the fucking top, and this is fuckery alert part two, right off the fucking rip, right off the top, for this motherfucker to come along and say that they can be the best uh, friend to a sister, Above and beyond a brother, above and beyond her own family, above and beyond the own the, the males within that woman's family, is complete fuckery without chaser. Complete fuckery without chaser. And to say that somehow if there's some alliance, what I see here is the same old part two or two point Willie Lynch bullshit, where this devil sneaks up on between uh, us and our women. And lays down this fuckery that somehow he should be, uh, 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 you know, allowed to get three things out of it. He should be allowed to come in there and, and, and whatever your issue is, sit down and shut up and move out the way because we're here now. And that somehow she should move out the way uh, and, and, and allow him to just step the fuck in to her place and basically have even footing and even grounding, so to speak, with, with with her man and 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 with, and, 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 and her men and everything else, and so she should somehow, you know what I'm saying, allow this fucking clown of all the people out there to come between. And this is just another approach. You couldn't do it with the grouchy white man. 
see, you stick, you stick these fucking gays on our women because you're hairstylist or whatever fucking it is you're doing, and all of a sudden you, you want to be feminine so bad that it's killing you, you now come up with this new plan to once again further weaken society, slip in and have sex with our women and, and, and kill off our and destroy our race and do all this fuckery under the guise of being gay and have y'all probably not but just saying that so y'all could get close to our women. So my response was this. I, and, and when they had comments on the story, I said, truest friend, get the fuck out of here. This is a truly just another case of another white man imposing fuckery on our people, and in particular, our women. That seems to be the unrelenting problem with white America in general. You don't respect or really care for our peeps, but you always have your two cents to put in or a hidden agenda. Please spare us the fuckery. My second comment was, after 500 years of black oppression versus 50 years, or 55 years, of, right, or peeps trying to brainwash my peeps into an idea, right, the two once again, being, being gayness and black people, have, have no, absolutely no equal time or relevance. It's just another white man who appears to, uh, happens to like uh, men, right, while my sisters have, always had the weight of the world on their shoulders and hear guys like this slithering into the picture to create more confusion, to compare 500 years of my, what my women have gone through to this thinking is insulting and ridiculous, right? And so, my, mm. and so those are the two comments that I made. My point is, is this, and I'm, and I'm going to try to keep it in short form, but it's hard for me to do it because it's an emotional thing. For years, black men have been trying to be close with their women. Some brothers, you know, go off the deep end and maybe do a few things that maybe are bad. But to sit up here and have the temerity and the arrogance to say that somehow some faggot-ass white man has some kind of intrinsic power or, or closeness to our sisters more than we do with our own sisters is not only ridiculous and ridiculous at its worst proportion, but it is fuckery in the worst possible to the worst possible degree and of order. How in the hell do you figure that somehow that, that first of all, I've never heard of, of, of gay white men being close to sisters and on this fuckery level that you're talking about. And I don't know who you hang around and I'm glad I don't hang around those people, but to come in and, and be so obviously disrespectful. And telling women as 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 a, as, a, as a front line of the story with Donald Lemon's punk ass sitting right there in between them because Donald Lemon that's he gonna sponsor on CNN because he hates his own race and wants to be white so bad his teeth hurt. It says that 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 we're on his side. So stop pushing us out of the way. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> Man, this is crazy, brother. This is uh. Man, this situation is, uh, is is very troubling, you know what I mean? That right there, I, I, I know you mentioned it to me earlier, and I, I didn't get a chance to read the article. I looked into it, man, but, you know, um, this situation with gay men is, is really... It's is really getting to the point where it's out of a hand. It's out of hand. See the thing about it with me with, with with CNN. This is the problem I have with CNN. CNN is in a place, and it's down in Atlanta, Georgia. That's where CNN is, is located. So these are where 
I've seen CNN. And that's what it is. You know, say so you say they do down there. But at the same time, man, uh, Don Lemon, um, to me, has always been kind of a weird dude who's basically a puppet, who's basically a guy who's used to put in there as a ploy to be part of a representation of what they call uh, black. You know, when that's, and that's their version of the new black. See, the thing about it with them guys, man, is that a lot of people that come on these uh, shows and they try to talk about information about black people or whatever, they take their chance and they'll, what they'll do, they'll go and get puppets. And what they'll do, they basically pay certain people to be on those shows to be to represent something because of a skin color. Those gay guys come out there because they have an agenda, always got an agenda. They always want to be heard. The situation about black women, and it, 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 it baffles me because the thing about it, you get people on there that that don't even really, um, I don't know, I guess I, I don't even know what it, don't even know what they're talking about. They're just on there because they have a skin color who they are. See, the thing about them is they'll never get, one thing about being on these television shows and things like that, they'll never get no heavyweight hit on there. They'll never put nobody on there that can talk, that can that has, that that really put the situation in its place. They won't do that. They won't threaten because they want. They don't want to put that on there. So what they do is they have a certain circle of people that get on there and they may pay them a little small fee, and they come on there and they do what they got to do. But the point is, they won't get no heavyweight hitters. You have all these guys out there and all these women out there that know a lot of information, but they won't put the mic to them. I mean, we could name a whole list of women that, could, that they could have put there and that would address that problem real well, but they won't do it because they know if they put uh, 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 Michelle Alexander or, or, or put... I put uh, Francis uh, uh, Crescent. What's her name? Francis Francis Wilson. You put her on there. Oh, I think I said. I think that's her name. There's a lot of people on there, man. That they can't put on there, man. That uh, they won't do anything for them. So that's an issue in itself. I Hold on, I got a call. Hold on, I got a call right quick. Okay, and I, I, I'll fill this call because your girl Melissa is getting ready to check in from New York. So uh, you're here to get back in. <laughs> well, I'll let you in a minute, my family. That's Sugar Ray Robinson. And guess who's hey. in the building? the building? What's <laughs> up, guys? How are y'all tonight? <laughs> Doing absolutely fabulous. Sugar Ray's on his other line answering the call right now. So that means you're going to be stuck with me for a couple of seconds. <laughs> hey, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Leo's, Leo's and Aries do get along, so that'll work. That'll work. That'll work. Oh, absolutely. Listen, Leo's get along with everybody. Oh, yeah, well, there it is. It's like my mom. Here's a story that you're, you're a black woman, and, and so, mm-hmm. you know, here's a story that we were just talking about craziness as it is. It's it's a story that was entitled White Gay Men to Black Women. 
we're on your side, so stop pushing us away. <laughs> like right. gay men. White gay men are trying to send out a message. We're sending out a message on CNN talking about we're on your side, so stop pushing us away. It says here, it says that this writer named Stephen Fries told a personal story of how he came to know black women through his boyfriend, and he recalled a concert headlined by the likes of Queen Latifah and Erica Badu, and how the audience wasn't filled with, with uh, just filled with black women, but also with with white gay men. Of course, so Free says that the relationship between gay gay uh, white men and black women goes back uh, goes back far. There's your racism right there because he only talks about white gay men. That that that, 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 that I'm insulted by that by any stretch. Wow. Well, you know uh, what? Um, this probably that this probably way back in slavery time. This probably they probably was gay slavery um, masters, right? But nobody wants nope. to talk about that. You know what, check it out. The thing about what you guys know is is that we, we're not going to dwell too much on that because I'm going to tell you why I want Because this is the biggest thing. I'm, I'm really bothered by that. Because they're trying to lure us into their bullshit. See, That's that, true. That, that, that negative, that gay shit, and you trying to add to my white men, we're trying to get close to you black women. And stuff. See, the thing about the black woman such as yourself, that's that trick shit. That's that trick shit. Because they're trying to do anything they possibly can to turn themselves against the black man. They want to, they want to, the white guy wants to stand between us, between the black woman and the black man. That's what he wants to do. He wants to keep the divided. Because if he keeps them divided, he can conquer. He can rule. He can take over everything. My whole point yeah, is Yeah, right about that. I'm serious, man, because, and that's how, they, that's how this television shit, and that's how these motherfuckers work, man, because when it comes down to it is, they always got something up their sleeve. The more, the big, I'm telling you, man. Like I said on my on my post, man. Uh, you know, us you, unification of black people is the biggest terrorist threat for America, bro. We get together and we come together as one. That's the most fierce thing. That's why my group called the fear of a black planet. Cause you know why? Cause they fear that. They fear that, man. Because we come together on one accord and understand. What our mission is, what our goal is, and take care of one of another, take care of each other. Man, but we want to We'll be they better than Oklahoma. We will take over. <laughs> man. We, they will take over. We get all. We we say we say fuck it. We take our basketball team, our football team. We do our own league. That's that's right. And you know, I realized something. Why is it that these owners are white men? You, know, you notice that. Because they want to run, because they want to make us, because they want to make money off our off our back. That's, that's it's a it's a modern day slavery. That's what it is. Mm. You see, what's killing me about this whole thing here is how he continues to talk about this business of, and what's the most alarming to me is when he says ignorant shit, like like uh, you know how they ought to take advantage of his whiteness and that arrogance right there. How. He wants, you know, them to have this this solidarity and the fact that he wants to be able to help them through all the oppression and stuff that they've been through. Now that they get an opportunity to know what it's like being on the outside, first of all, I, and I'll say again, for you to sit up and take 500 years, five, it's no longer 400 years, it's now 500 years. First of all, you're saying that you could be 
the best friend that a black woman can have in America because you white and you're fag, which is fuckery. And it says here, it's, like I said, it's just another case. Because it's not true. White man. It's just another case of him imposing himself on our people, particularly mm-hmm. with our women. And that seems to be the unrelenting problem with white America is that you don't respect us for who we are, you don't care about who we are, but you want to try to stick your hidden agendas and fuckery in here on us. 500 years of oppression compared to 50 years of oppression and trying to brainwash us into, you know, these, these, these silly ideas. You know, so you're just another man who, once again, who just happens to like dudes, right? Meanwhile, our, our sisters have had, you know, the weight of the world on their shoulders of 500 years because during the early days they couldn't repel the slave masters' assaults. They couldn't stop the rape that was going on. You know, they couldn't even breastfeed our, you know, our, our, our relatives because their little brats had to come ahead of them in, in, in the pecking order for even getting that type of closeness. So now you're going to come full circle in 2014 and come at us with direct fuckery and somehow say that you can be our women's best friend? No, this is another standard of you coming here with that disease, with that diseased mind, that confusion, and trying to once again, you know, post yourself up and then tell a sister how to further alienate themselves from a black man because in reality you're hoping to set yourself up in some kind of way where where your, your position will be stronger. You couldn't do it with the grouchy white man, so you try to send, send what appears to be the weak white man at us. And what's bad is that this, this gay fucker is responsible for gentrification. He's responsible for fooling people and thinking that somehow his artsy bullshit, nobody's an artist for him. He has all these little facades and bullshit that he tries to throw at you, and we're supposed to sit here and just soak this up. Like I said, I usually don't get worked up over anything. But when you start fucking with our women, a.k.a. our sisters, our mothers, our aunts, our, our, our nieces, and you start coming at them with this direct line fuckery, you already get the Willie, Willie Lynch program of, 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 of knocking the natural order of the black man and woman out of place in the first place. Now you want to come in with some 2.0 disease mind bullshit. We are not having it. 747-221, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, how, how are you? Doing? How are you? Who do we have on deck tonight? Well, it's okay. Just just feel free to listen if you're more comfortable. It's it's okay. We'll just just let us know when we come back. I'm, I'm going to place you on hold. We're going to continue to talk, but feel free to listen and chime in any time if you like. But the whole thing is is that you know my thing is is that so much stuff has already happened to our folks. So much stuff has already happened to our people where you know, the, our understanding on, on who we are as a people, where we stand in this country, and everything else has been undermined so much. To slip in here with this one and to try to drive that wedge, which is all you're trying to do because you're saying that you are the only one that can play, uh, you know, solution person. You're not even accepted with that, with that nonsense from your own people. So to say that you can somehow become our women's best friend like, you know, we can't help resolve our own problems and stuff, but we've never had the opportunity because we've always been confronted with a whole new dilemma. And it's bad enough that this agenda gets jammed down our throats. It's bad enough that we can't seem to to, to, uh, get any foothold in our own community. You don't respect us enough to allow us to even have our own community. But I agree. I'm going to let it go uh, and let let some other folks talk. But I I disagree with Sugar Ray. I think that it's going to come to a point where there's something – Drastic is going to have to happen before our folks unify 
the way that they need to, or else, you know, uh, something something drastic is going to happen. You know, this brother gets choked out by the cops yesterday. We got this yeah. story going going on. Mm-hmm. That's going on. That's that's unnecessary and continues to pull away from who we are as a people and everything else. And and I've I've been long since tired of it. But when I see stories like this, I have to shine a light on them because these folks are actually more dangerous than we think that they are. They really are more dangerous. I mean, Pete Wilson made it in California where uh, instead of doing it in San Francisco, where it's most prevalent or, or spreading it all the way out to California, you go to the blackest city in California, which is Oakland, and you tell those people that K-12, it is mandatory for us to learn this lifestyle and learn this study. I think that this is, this is uh, you know what I'm saying, at a very rudimentary or basic level, this is the worst type of, of brainwashing dogma that I've seen come out of these people in a long time, and it really needs to stop because it's not beneficial to us. It's really not beneficial to them. I, I'm in agreement with Malcolm X. One of the worst things that we probably ever did in reality was do the integrating of the schools and everything because when we integrated schools and we integrated everything, we kind of lost the balance of who we were as a people, and that's why I'm all for homeschooling because when you can take a political agenda and force it on everybody the way that you do, I have a I have a definite problem with that. So so that's well, my that's my thoughts for the day. Yeah, you know, hey man, I'm gonna tell you this right now, man. Um, you know, we we when we have Black Wall Street, I don't think people really realize, you know, the Tulsa when we had it back in 1920. I think it was. Well, I think it was like June first, 1921. I think whatever when they bombed it. Now. Check this out, man. Have you have you ever ever had a city in America being bombed like that or being done like that? I mean, they actually bombed that city, man. I mean, they they took out they took out our businesses. We had like six hundred or more, over six hundred businesses there. And what I'm trying to say is, man, is that they did all that. And we basically right now to the point where we kind of like doing everything and going along our ways and and, and, and spending money with them because that's all we do. They still fucking over us, man. I mean, slavery is in full effect. It's in full effect. And the thing about it, these motherfuckers, no matter what goes on, man, they're going to always, always want to have the control. See, the thing is, right now, they're controlling our minds a lot more than anything because think about it. People say that we have to dress a certain way to be accepted, or we have to do a certain thing to be accepted. Like, motherfuckers go into interviews and act differently. Like, they go to different jobs, they act differently. They have to act. I had a girl I was talking to the other day, she was talking about she got to get her white on. Get your what on? Are you for real? Get your white on? What the fuck is that? I'm going to be me, else I'm not going to be me. If I, if I, I can't be nobody else, I don't want to be nobody else. But what I'm trying to say is, man, we have to really get to our own self, man, understand, man, that we cannot fucking deal with these people. And the thing mm-hmm. is, we're we going to have to understand that we're going to have to basically look at ourselves and say, hey, we're going to have to start spending our money with, our, with each other. Like right now, I'm, I'm telling you right now, this IBTHH's website and everything I'm building, everything I'm spending on this shit is black. 
Even the motherfucker that did my logo, he's in Nigeria. He's black. Everything is black. What I'm trying to say is because I don't trust them motherfuckers, man. Because the point I'm making is if I get to the point of dealing with them so much, eventually if I do so much, they're going to yank our car and pull it away. They're going to just. That's why I feel about this Facebook. And we do what we do on the Facebook, but the thing about it, you never know, man. <laughs> they could use that against you. You know what I'm saying? I know that, you know. But at the same time, I ain't going to stop what I'm going to do, though. But at the same time, you know how crooked now these motherfuckers are. Everything they gather, tracking advice and keeping up what's going on. They kill all these. I'm watching Hidden Colors, man. I don't know if y'all watch Hidden Colors 3. They said in there, man, that they killed all the leaders, man. They were talking about Saddam, uh, the one they made. Saddam, they killed him. You know, he was a made, made terrorist. Then uh, Bin Laden, they got rid of him. You know, I mean, they were naming a few guys they got got rid of. And what they did, they now they're coming back home to deal with what? The real terrorists that they had a problem with from the beginning, us. <laughs> so they come back, they're dealing with us now. Mm-hmm. Because they were saying in the 60s, man, we wore them out, man. I mean, in the 60s, we kicked their ass with all kinds of shit. We was... On our shit in the sixties, when all that shit was going on, it was on. It was a threat. It was a serious threat, man. The white folks couldn't handle that shit. Now, who we are, this shit's gonna go down again. We got a lot of cats. We got a lot of cats. They don't want. Put, they don't want to put the microphone to their mouth because there's certain cats that can come out of the mouth and be on the mic and say some shit. There's a serious things going on, man. I'm telling you, it's going to go on. It's going to get to the point, man, that where cats ain't going to take no more. Like I said about Eric Gardner, I put this on everything in my love. I love, man. If that's my son, best believe me, I'm not going to be nice about it. I hear that sugar, right? For real, I'm going out. And I ain't going, and I ain't going to be no coon shit. ain't going to be no crying shit. I'm going out like a G. Like, I'm going to bust your ass. Fuck it, man. Why not? <laughs> I got, it's a, somebody got to make a stand. It's a statement. Make a stand. Make a statement. I, would love, I, would, I like the fact that you're doing a website that has nothing but promoting black people, black business. And that's what I love. I mean, it, I, I love that. You know? It's nice. You yeah, know, and at least it, it, it's 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 a way that if people do that, it just creates uh, better stuff in the community because it yeah, comes from you your know, own people. It's made from your own people. Right. You know, and it's a, not it's like about it's about us. It's about yeah. us. It's strictly about us. It's talking about you know. Everybody always want to be defensive towards each other, and you know, one like you said, one day it's gonna one day it's gonna get that time that everybody's really gonna have to fight. And we're yeah. going to have to stand up with each other. And if you see a fight on there, you won't see two blacks <laughs> fighting each other. That's for sure. You'll be finding a white, a white boy getting the shit knocked out of him for, for using a nigga before you call somebody a nigga or something like that. Because I'm not going to have that coon shit, man, where we have, you know, brothers and sisters out there getting disrespected and all that kind of stuff. I'm not doing that. That's not going to be on that shit. All that twerking and shit. No, no, that's not going down like that. Because that right there put us down to a level that where we just... It it, mm-hmm. it, it 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 fucks us up, man. It's one of those. It's, it's a site that I'm I'm, I'm putting on, man. That I want motherfuckers that when they go on there, they can respect it. They're gonna like, oh, I, I like this. This is cool. It's informational. 
There's some information I can get on here. There's some stuff. I mean, I can see what I currently like. Somebody, if somebody like, uh, say, for instance, a video by some rapper that Drake or whatever. Okay, he may be on there. And what I'm trying to say, the reason why he'll be on there is because it's hip hop. And the thing about it, you know, people like that. So people are going to follow it and they're going to say, oh, okay, it's hot. But when they see that, they're going to bump into something else that they never saw before. Like, damn, oh, shit. I not, oh, damn, this is Dr. Umar Johnson. Because, you know, because you want to lure them in. You know what I'm saying? You want to lure them in to come do what they like, what they like, and do what they do and see what they see. But then at the same time, they see something that they really need to see and they're like, damn. This is, uh, man, this is Dr. Phil Valentine. Oh, man, this is Louis Farrakhan. Whoa, these cats, they're just happy. Because the thing about it is, man, people don't know about that because they don't get what they see. The thing is, there's no other way of uh, people seeing that on television at all. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, if you want to see, you have to go on YouTube or something like that and you got to dig for it. But what I'm trying to do is, I'm trying to get to the point where making that more available for you so you can actually see it, you know what I'm saying, so you can get an idea and say, oh, shit, this is up, and try to keep it current, try to keep it popping so I can get connected to those people and say, hey, you know, you can put it on YouTube, but at the same time, holler at me when you got something new coming out because I want to put it on the site, man, so people can know what's going on and mm-hmm. generate a lot of people to come through. Now, that's what I'm talking about. That's some real shit. I got some other shit, man, I'm not going to say too much of because... I don't, I don't want nobody stealing your shit. <laughs> well, you know what? I put like this here. I, you know what? I put like this here. If it's a black person getting that same idea and doing it, that brother, that's cool with me. I ain't got no problem with that because it ain't just mine. It's ours. And mm-hmm. The whole point is, I don't care because the thing about it is, it's for all of us, man. Because we need this. Because the thing about it is more about the message, more about liberation of the people than it is about the money. We all want to make money, but the thing is, to make money, you want to do the right thing with it. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't trying That's to buy right. I ain't trying to buy no goddamn Jordan. Fuck Jordan too. I ain't trying to. I got some Jordan. Matter of fact, matter of fact, I'm talking to my boy Wes. I got two pair of Jordans that I didn't buy these motherfuckers. I bought one pair, but the other one I didn't buy. And the thing about it is, I told him I want to go viral with me burning up my Air Jordans. And he's like, what? I said, yeah, I want to burn my Air Jordans on TV, let motherfuckers know, put it on YouTube, let it go viral, let motherfuckers know that I don't give a fuck about that. Because I know cats stand in line and shit for that. Of course, <laughs> you know they'll kill for that. That's what's crazy yeah. about it. They kill well, for they that. Can, well, they can, I'm going to burn mine. Ain't nobody will get they can get this. They can get the ashes from that shit. <laughs> Seriously, man. The thing about it is the man whose uh, who name is on there, won't even stop and give a little brother, uh, you know, an autograph. He was playing in my hometown for the Bulls. Didn't even can, can yeah. buy an autograph from this guy. My brother Chameleon there. Right, famous he's, a he got, sell, he's a sellout. He got, don't he, he has a stock in the prison? He, 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 he goes to stock in the prison? Flossie, don't you have stock in the prison or something, man? Don't you have stock in the prison? I was told that Michael Jordan has stock in the, some stock. He's a stockholder in the prison system somewhere. In the prison. And also, wow. And they, and they, okay, now he now he is part of Jordan. I mean, he's you know me Jordan Michael Jordan sneakers. So they buy his sneakers. They kill for his sneakers. Then they go to jail because of his sneakers in a prison that he has stock in. That's nuts. 
I mean, think about that shit, bro. I mean, like, damn. He's a billionaire. And he's the oh, only being only he's the only but, black being uh, He's the only no he's the only black. Yeah, but NBA you know what? He's a wa- he's a he's a wash he's a washout. But he's the only black NBA owner. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So think about this man. Think about this guy. I mean, think about Michael Jordan. This guy, he hasn't. What has he done politically? What has he has he came out and said anything? Has he done anything for his people? Oh yeah, he done something. He 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 had birth from a black woman, then he divorced her, and he got rid of her, or whatever. Now he's married to a white, white woman. woman. Now he's he married come. to a white woman. Now she's she has a baby. Twins. I mean, <laughs> brother, I, you know, I'm I'm just saying, man. I mean, I mean, you know, give me wrong, man. I mean, the the, the baby. But don't that black. don't that shows you? Don't that shows you that now that he has money, he wants to be like white people. But he don't realize that white people will always think of him as a as a nigger. Well, they they will never money. see, no matter how much money he have, they will always say he's a nigger. And yeah, that's what he like, forget his subconscious. But, but, but at he the same time, that. you know, you know why he gets that because it's a benefit of him being quiet for not being going against the grain. When you don't go against the grain, you get toys, you get benefits, you get things. Things happen for yeah. you. Because you don't go against the grain. When you go against mm. the grain, you stand up for your people. You don't get that. Stand up for your people. In a recent auction, this boy, they was they was auctioning jerseys. And they had a Jordan jersey that went up, went up, and it was I guess a, a rare jersey or whatever it was. It was autographed or whatever. And the rapper, famous black man, another famous black man, chameleon rapper. Auctions to try to get to, to get this guy's jersey, so he jumps over this other guy and spends a gang of money on the boy's jersey. So he figured, okay, Michael Jordan saw him do it and everything. He was there when, he, when the auction went down. So he goes to try to get an autograph for Michael Jordan. Okay, keep in mind, this is a, a popular rapper. You know what I'm saying? He's a multi-million dollar, almost platinum rapper. And he, he gets this jersey, and he goes to get an, an autograph for Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan is like, I ain't taking no goddamn pictures with no with, with, with no niggas with, with no jersey. I don't give a damn if you bought this jersey or not. Say, hey, man, come on, man. You know, I just bought this jersey. You know what I'm saying? Just, 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 just you know, split the game of money and stuff. Well, how much you spend for it? I spent 17000 Well, nigga, spend another $10 million, uh, and give me $10 million or more dollars, and then you get, I'll let you take a picture with it. So Jordan has already shown that he's not exactly the man that we think he is. He never has been. I mean, all the years mm-hmm. he was playing in my hometown, the kids, all they wanted was an autograph from this cat. He wouldn't even stop to give the kids an autograph, and the people can't stand him. His own teammates really didn't want to deal with him, but in order for them to get their rings and their fame, they had to kind of more or less put up with him. And then he had the most ungracious retirement speech that I've ever seen, in which he was, you know, uh, you know talking crazy about, about his, own, his own team members. So, I mean, this guy has never really been, uh, you know, wrapped too tight. He may have actually been the reason why his old man got snuffed out. Because them cats that snuffed out his old man down there in Carolina, you know, they didn't like Jordan. They didn't like Michael Jordan. So, I mean, it's, it's all relative. It's all relative. I mean, it's crazy, but it's, it's all relative. We see it all the time. You know what I'm saying? But you know what, Stu? If, 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 the, if the young men out there that's listening to this um, show right now, if they can understand that, 
a young little boy asking for an autograph and not getting it from someone that they idol. That they idol. The teacher? Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, thanks. You know, someone that they idol is is not that doesn't care. Hey, we got a new caller in? Yeah, we got a caller, 747-221. Welcome to the show. Who we got on deck tonight? Welcome to the Flossy Jeezy Show Worldwide. Peace. Hello? Mind of a matter. What's up? Peace, brother. How you doing? How you doing, man? How you doing? Welcome to the show, man. Y'all, y'all touching Hello. on some. How y'all doing? Y'all speaking on some very good topics tonight. Definitely. Yes, hey, indeed, man. man. We, we try to get it in. We try to keep it one hundred all the time. You know, we don't we don't care if they like it or love it as long as they respect it. You know what I'm saying? We, That's we right. That's indeed. right. Indeed. Indeed. Give a man sugar. Hold it down as often as we can with the lady from New York. Miss Melissa, so, you know, we, we try to get it in. We're just glad to have you on deck tonight, family. Definitely. One of the things you spoke on that I, I really enjoyed hearing about was the um, about the, the segregation, the segregation versus the integration, because um, it seemed like a lot of our elders, they're still coming to the realization that they was bamboozled by that whole idea of the illusion of inclusion. You know, right. and even some youngsters that, that don't really understand that. Um, I feel that those of us who are advanced in our understanding – Cause not just knowledge, you know, you can you can know you can name by off the top of your dome all the Black Panthers. You can name off all the lessons from the five percent. You can name off all that and still not understand what's going on here today. And I think those of us who are in tune, we understand how we got we got severely bamboozled by that whole idea of the illusion of inclusion. Because once we integrated into their society, we lost everything that we had built. All, all the right. trades, all the businesses, everything down to even the shoe shine. Right now, you will pay a Mexican to shine your shoes, and a white man owns that business. But back in the day, we owned that whole business. The cleaning businesses. Yep. You know, oh, and now man, today I, we. I mentioned that, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, definitely, it, it, and, and, and it hurts. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it, it hurts when you walk up and down the street and you try to. You try to go to a black business, and you and you can walk for miles in some some cities and some states, and not find not one. Absolutely, yes. mm-hmm. but that's true. You know, and then we sit here. Go ahead, go ahead. I, I was gonna say, and then, you know, we sit here and then we act like it's not it's not a big deal because the youth they don't really understand how how detrimental it is. You know, it, it's something wrong when you raising these kids and and you got ten, eleven year olds who. Not only do they not know who the great leaders were, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Elijah Muhammad, they don't care. They're looking at these buffoon-ass clown rappers, right. and I get tired of people saying, well, it ain't the rapper's fault. People understand, when you're at war, everybody is to be utilized. You know what I mean? Even Sun Tzu. They even, don't you know over there, the Asians, they even used prostitutes. Prostitutes had a, had a role to play in the war. Even a prostitute, and we don't even understand that. We, Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, yeah, they did. Because, I mean, a lot of those prostitutes that they used, they would actually pack razors and stuff up in their stuff. And when I was getting ready to say that. I was getting ready to say that. They would let them have yeah. it. Go ahead, family. Yes, I'm going to let you go ahead and speak, because I'm, I'm like the way you coming already with it. Definitely. Oh, well, the reason why I'm able to touch on, touch on these topics is because 
I just recently got released. I've been out almost four years. Um, next week will make four years for me. I was in prison for 18 years. I went in when I was 19 years old and got out when I was 30, 37 years old. You know, and I went wow. in. Wow. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't one of the worst, you know, in that thinking. But yet, 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 you know, yet still, I was amongst, you know, that that type of crowd. But I went in there, and I spent my first five years just wallowing around and, you know, going with the flow, going whichever way the wind blow. But then once I caught a, a prison case up, and then I realized that you can receive life in prison while you're in prison. I hit that law library, and I just got just just got slapped, got slapped with reality, and I've been on one ever since. So. You know, I get out after doing 18 years, and I get out with, you know, full of ambition and drive, and I, and I get out, and, and, and the first thing I see is just, you know, I seen a sister with some, like, booty shorts on with her daughter, and I'm thinking, like, man, you know, I, I wasn't prepared for this right here. You know, we are, yeah. we are majorly stagnated out here. Right, majorly stagnated right. out here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely, man. We you know, are. And, 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 and there's no organizations. There's no organizations out here. For us, whether it's a male or female, you know, I, I had to go That's to these. True. I had to go to these. I don't know if you ever heard of one called Homeboy, uh, Homeboy Network or something like that. Homeboy Industries. Basically, it's a Catholic dude who 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 takes care of these 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 uh, Mexican gang members, you know. And I felt disrespected, Gordon, because you, we, we all know the first the first man in prison over here in America was a black man. Right. So here it is now in the year 2010. I parole. I can't get jobs anywhere. There's not one black foundation or organization that helps brothers and sisters get on their feet. You know, so I'm going to this program. I'm seeing how they're helping these Mexicans, and it's, it's you know, it's almost to the point where it turns you so-called racist. We all know black people can't be racist. Cause we don't have the institution to even carry out it's anything other can. than saying, you know, fuck white people. That's all we can say. Fuck white people. Right, I, I ain't right, fucking with right. That's all we can say. We can't really enforce that because we don't have anything in place, right. you know, but it makes you it makes you understand what's going on. And, and what we're trying to do out here on my end, you know, with this RBG movement, Red, Black, and Green, we're trying to get the people who was once part of the problem because each gang member, as much as we don't like the activities of gang members, there's nothing inherently wrong with gangs. It's only the protocols of the gangs because we need gangs right now. You know what I mean? We, 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 we definitely do. need gangs because the gangs are the, are the vanguard of the community. They're the ones who won't sit behind on the keyboard on Facebook and, and talk all this big shit. They'll get out in the streets and, and get physical. You know what I mean? So we need that aspect. And we have to find a way to communicate with the, with the young brothers and sisters. That's gangbanging. Because, you know, they're, they're not lost. You know, I, I spent 18 years around it. Believe me, some of the best and brightest is stuck in prison. They, they, they are not lost people. It's just their protocols and what they believe in is wrong. Once you tweak that and you twist it, man, they, some of the, they, 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 man, they, they push hard. They push hard like Huey Newton. Well, you know what? I definitely can say my mom used to tell me, like when back in the days when they people had those schemes and stuff, is that when it came time, like you said, physical fighting, nobody was using guns. My mom said everybody's beating their ass with their fists. Yes. So that tells you a lot now because you know now brothers want to use guns because they think guns is the the easiest way, but they don't realize once you once you kill someone, you're going to jail. Your ass yeah. is all. Your ass is going to jail. Your, your fingerprints is on the gun. Everybody know you got a gun. Your ass is gonna be in jail. You don't know how badly. That's why guns always stay in the street, because white men want you to kill your own. They want us to kill our own race. And the black young men don't realize is that they're continuing the cycle that the white people want us to do. Right. Right, but but right. one thing about that, you know, one thing about that when they talk when they talk about killings of a black black on black crime, 
Mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't really necessarily buy into what they say, because I think they promote that more. They promote it more than what it actually really is, because mm-hmm. you know that's crime on every, every from every race. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they do more shit than anybody. But the thing that's about true. it is, they'll put our stuff on television to make it seem like we're doing something really bad, but it's not really that bad. Because I'm, trust me, I'm telling you right now, if you look at what's going on in America right now, that's crime of, of all kinds. The only thing they can point to about us, basically, right now, probably is Chicago. And at the same time, by Chicago is, I, I wouldn't, I don't have no evidence or anything like that, but I wouldn't be surprised to, to find out that they're behind doing some of that shit too. I mean, trust me. Because I just don't think that propaganda, man, that extra BS, that shit they say, man, is all a mind trick situation, man, to get motherfuckers yeah. to think that that's definitely. something. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, man. They, they, you know, um, the word propaganda it has a negative connotation, but actually, it's 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 a decent word. It just means propagating your cause. But they do underhandedly and covertly. They do they do. Um, Put put numbers out there, and you know, forty people got killed. You know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, it's it's called the um the FBI uh, Uniform Crime Report. I read this when I was in prison, and um, basically what it is is that it's an annual um logistics of all the crimes that happen, and this is how this is how you you find out about which governors are soft on crime. You know, this is how they play both sides of the fence. But the Uniform Crime Report, what it is is that it it, it details specific crimes like say if 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 myself if i go into a bar with another friend and i have a a, a head up fight you know just a two on two a one on one fight with with another man up in there um all the parties who accompany me inside the bar and whoever he was with when the police get there they list that as an incident between 6 or 8 or however many people was there combined and this is how they fluctuate crime rates this is what they do to us in the ghettos, you know. But we we don't know these things because we you know we we don't we ain't concerned about that stuff, you know. We we still stuck on BET awards, who gonna win the Coon Awards? Right, right, mm-hmm. right. That's it's true. You, you, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know what, man? That that you know what you just said right there. There was a brother. There was a brother I was watching on YouTube that was saying the same thing. It was called almost like a guilt of association or something like that. He, he was saying he he, I mean, he broke it down like that that one guy can have to be for the crime, but the people that are with him also is part of the crime, so they get them all at once. Yeah, definitely, brother. Really, believe me, it's no it's no joke, brother. If me and you were in a car, and and we get into a fender bender with four other people, all total that's six people. Now I get out the car and one, and the driver of the other car gets out. Me and him fight, and it's over with. Me and him just fought, but if the police come and they get all of our names and write up their report, they're going to have it as a fight broke out between six people. This is how they fluctuate the crime. That's why you can't just listen to the news and the TV. Man, they, they, man, these people are so devilish in their activities, you, I mean, you, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. That is exactly wow. why I was, That's yeah, something that is exactly I was referring to them as the alleged dominant society because everything they do is based upon allegedness, and they never, ever tell mm-hmm. you, what the true, uh, uh, you know, source of anything is or anything. And if people know gangs and how they get started, particularly in California, I'm Chicago native myself, but the right. reason that the gangs were formulated in, in, in California in the first place is because the KKK kept coming in there and riding down on those black folks that had made it out of the South and were lynching them, killing them, raping them, murdering, doing all the stuff they was doing down South, but they continued it out, out, out in California. 
And so they, they form what they call gun clubs in order to repel the assault of these, of these uh, uh, now pigs. You know what I'm saying? So right. when, when we sit up there and we, and we hear about all gang violence, this all gang stuff, that, and all gang members get this, gang members that, well, that's, my question is always the same daily. What the fuck about the KKK and the skinheads and them motherfuckers? How come you don't report on them because... I yeah, how come they don't go to jail? Well, I'm going to tell you why you don't do it. Because that's Cousin Earl, Cousin Bobby, Cousin Sally, and Cousin everybody else who you want to call Cousin. You're not going to report on your own peeps, but it's beneficial to you. Right? You continue to report this fuckery on, on our peeps and stuff. And, and I'll still say again... As soon as we integrated, as soon as we moved together and we spent all this time trying to be close, trying to be like these people from, you know, everything from kissing dogs in the mouth to to wearing blonde hair and and doing everything that they do, the more fuckery that we continue to find ourselves part of, the more strength these people get. It's almost like an energy bar on a game or something. And the more they can get, you know, Obama continues to talk about, oh, I'm from Chicago, 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 but you ain't doing nothing for my relatives and everybody else's relatives that's caught in this crossfire, but you're steadily signing gay legislation, just like you did today. When are you going to actually act like you're from Chicago? I know your hands might be tied by most things, but, you know, there was an expectation Okay, but you 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 did just like OJ did before he got arrested. You rolled in on the coattails of, of, of whatever you thought the wind was blowing, and then you didn't come back to your people until it was too late. Sugar Ray asked me a question last night. Do you think we'll ever be like we were back in the '60s? Do you think we'll ever be close again? Well, I got a short. I think gave him a short answer, and that answer was maybe. But it would take something catastrophic in order to make it happen because we ourselves have become too comfortable. With, with, the, with the status quo, like my man said, coming in, you know, too much, you know, silly rapper stuff, too much stanky leg, too much stanking bullshit going on for us yeah. to just kind of wrap it up, quantify it, look at it for what it is, and, and move past it. We need more brothers like yourself coming out, because remember, Elijah Muhammad worked with all the brothers that was coming out, and some of his best soldiers, including the ones that are, that are currently under Farrakhan, came from those same situations, but they were the most disciplined because they had the most time on their hands to learn the real, just like you did. So I got, I got right. major respect for coming out right. and sticking with the real, for real, though. I want to ask you all a question. Um, I don't know what state all you guys are from, but have, did you hear anything over the weekend about a, a rally for Trayvon Martin out here in California? No. Okay, now let me tell y'all, and this is from this is not third hand information, it's on my Facebook page, videos and pictures. Are y'all aware that the the media they don't want they don't want us to know these things, but there was a rally that I went to and I was on the front lines on there. Um Oscar Grant's family was there. Trayvon Martin's mother, his father, the family was there, um some some little young sister actress was there, um uh, Nipsey Hussle, a rapper, was there, and even Kobe right. Bryant was there. Right. Kobe Bryant showed it, and, and we all talked about it. And there's videos on my, on my page and everything about this. This is how you can't, you know, we got to learn to leave this media alone. They only show you what they want you to know. I barely knew about it the night before when the brother told me Kobe Bryant going to be there, and it was from a good source. Sure enough, I go down there, Kobe Bryant approached the stage, you know, and, and the brothers got at him about it, not on camera. He wouldn't allow it on camera, but brothers got at him about his influence because, you know, it's the one, the ones – the ex-game members and the active game members and the, and the ones who are coming out of prison, we kind of operate on a different thing because we know that in certain situations, 
you, you have to get physical, and we feel that we in a time right now where we need to get physical, not just violent, you know, but just, just being showing more discipline. And Kobe Bryant, he has this platform. You know, this guy, he's a multi-millionaire, he's an athlete. His name ring bells. So you just can't walk up in this rally and you Kobe Bryant. We don't see you as Kobe Bryant. We just see you as just another brother. And, and you know, and if it wasn't for security, different things like that, you know, he, he would feel uncomfortable. But the whole point was that, we talk with the brother and let him know, man, it's a movement out here going on, and we need steam behind this movement to let these youngsters know. Because, man, they, they, every video you see on YouTube, every footage you see on TV, something detrimental has happened to somebody black. They're attacking the young and the old. They, just, they, they choked that big old brother out in New York. They're killing these right. kids. It, it, I know. It's, it's crazy. You know and what I mean? It, it's women, a shame. And beating, and beating our women. Yep. Yeah, beating up, yeah, beating the woman up, beating the that's that's another rally they're gonna have for that sister out here. And I almost don't, me personally, I don't really, I don't like the rallies because, you know, you can get a you can get a, a disgruntled officer. Hey, what you doing? And I'm I I had a bad taste left in my mouth when I went to the first Martin Luther King Day parade out here in California. I've never went before, but I decided to go this year because you know I'm having that feeling. I was selling some black T-shirts. I went down there. And I, I felt like a, a gangster at a snitch party. Man, our people down there lost. We down there laughing and giggling, sucking and jiving. Um, you had Mexicans walking up and down the street selling ice cream and cotton candy and black people buying it from them. To me, that's disrespect. That's very disrespectful. That's uh-huh. disrespect. There's no that's job. It. We don't have any jobs. And my mind doesn't go to the poor Mexican guy that's pushing it. I understand he's trying to make a living, and nor am I upset about the ignorant blacks. I'm, I'm mad at these, these aldermen, these council people who knew that we're having more of the King Day Parade, so let me go over to this youth center. Let me let these brothers and sisters know, hey, look, get the ice cream cars, get the water trucks, get all that. They didn't give out no contracts to nobody black. Yeah, see, that's the truth. Oh, wow, that's, you see? Now, see, mm-hmm. that's, that's right there. Well, now, where, where was that at? When we were at uh, that, uh, that this was in, in L.A. <laughs> this is, this is a, yeah, Martin Luther King Day Parade. Imagine me sitting there doing 18 years in prison. Imagine, imagine me doing 18 years in prison, sitting there, you know, trying, trying to get that feeling and then seeing, seeing all this fuckery go on. I, see, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, see, that's a, see, that's a thing, man. And that's a problem right there, man, because, and, you know, man, that's a real problem right there. I, I couldn't, I couldn't handle nothing like that. So you see what but the um, I don't even know what I'm saying, right? But you see how? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know how? You see how the fact that these to the uh, I don't mean to change the subject a little bit, but you see how the fact that they get to come over here to the borderline, and then you see all these children. They sacrifice to bring all these children here. What the hell? They can't even feed. They can't even. We some of us are like in the poorest cities in the states, and you gonna talk about you wanna go feed um, more people that that don't even live here? Well, isn't that something? What, what well, bothers me about that though is that they're so harsh on on the people that came here. I mean, there's a reason why it's called Los Angeles, San Francisco, Santa Rosa, Santa Cruz. Those are all Hispanic names. And you have right. no problem with the European deal because they look like your ass. And every time you turn on television, we sound like we're in England or Australia, some fucking place. So when they when they talk immigration and they talk this nonsense about the difference between you know various minorities, and when they come through here and there's no problem bringing all these people over here, well they're running from England and they're running from Europe because they fucked up Africa and they pissed off the Muslims over there overseas and they're running over here to crowd in over here and they're the ones actually taking all the jobs. And the most, the most dangerous thing happening to the black community right now is still this gay expansion bullshit with all this gentrification because if you read upon gentrification, 
based on the Wikipedia study, and of course this is his folks, so you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt, they're the ones that are responsible for our neighborhoods being taken over and, and changing what used to be African-American areas where Big Mom and Big Daddy lived at and, and changing the, the face of it by moving us out and overtaxing us and doing this, this slick shit. And this is why these mayors get together. This is why these, these uh, senators get together in these different places and they have these conventions because that's what you call the, the, uh, the fuckery playoffs, where they get a chance to go and, and meet together decide what they're going to do to our cities, divide and conquer us, and we sit around, like my man said, just glad to go somewhere and shuck and jive. See, the, in order to treat this to what my man said was a perfect buzzword, I use it all the time, the fuckery, in order to curb that stuff, we have to start with our internal stuff like we're doing right here, having discussion, and then like the brother said, you know, foot soldiering out there to kind of, you know, uh, get the point out there and continue to rally around that. But we have to be, our people have to learn how to be more receptive to real game and not just playing games. And we're so we're yeah. so caught up in playing games, wanting to be part of this man's program, wanting to foster everything he's all about, figuring out ways that, like, like, like MJ rest his soul, giving all his money to charities that didn't give a damn about him to be shit on later on. All this crazy shit that we continue to do to kind of take away from ourselves, we have to learn now that if we don't figure out some kind of way, whatever it takes, I think it's going to take some catastrophic, for real, for real dumb shit. I mean, we're getting close. The choke out yesterday and the officer standing around waving his hand at the camera and, and, and laughing about that shit, the Trayvon marketing stuff like this, the only way you're going to get these, these people's attention is, is uh, four words, cloud to cloud And it might well, you know. Like I said, like I said before, man. If there was okay, my son, this is real shit, man, and I ain't scared to say this. If my son, because my son's name is Trayvante, and I'm quite sure they call Trayvon Martin. I'm quite sure they call him Trey also, because I call my son Trey. They about the same age, so my son just graduated. But what I'm trying to say, if my son was to get killed on some BS. I won't be around for the news. I will be more news because there's going to be some other shit. I, I know I'll be dead, too, because what I'm trying to say is it's going to take something like that to go on because it's too fucking easy for them. See, the thing is about it, man, well, a lot of dudes, they go out here, they kill this, but they don't get a counter. They don't have no no worries. They just, they got just, they got that white supremacy card. They good. But we mm-hmm. got to go get out. We, we have to get our justice. So my justice is, I'm coming back with some shit, and I'm going, going, I'm going all out, and I don't give a damn. Because my point is, it has to be a statement made. It has to be something from that. It has to be a reaction. Because the thing about it, man, motherfuckers don't understand, man. You could be here in the news and boo-hoo and cry, man, man, hold hands and sing We Shall Overcome and all that shit forever. Man, that shit is not going to work. This country's built on violence. So let's continue with the violence. Because if you fucking kill my son, best believe me, I need to kill you. You know what I mean? I'll kill your son. I'll kill somebody that part of that yeah. shit. It Absolutely. has to be you have to, be mm-hmm. to you have to be willing to die for this shit, man. Let motherfuckers know that you ain't fucking playing. That's real talk, man. Because if you, cause if you, if you're going to sit there and you're going to let them do what they do, and you think everything's okay, but well, then you're going to be just fucked with every fucking time and kicked around. Uh-huh. You know, I'm serious, Well, you know, this, you, know, you know that beast, you know that beast, he's making, he's making uh, the men and the young boys and the males, period, he's making them effeminate 
he's not even doing it in subtle ways no more. You know, they, they, it's, it's in the food, it's in shower curtains. Have you even heard the theory about sh- the, those cheap shower curtains when that when that hot steam hits it, that's releasing some type of pheromones in, into when you breathe it in, and, and, and the males are being affected by that? Because, you know, we, we have to admit, it's some soft boys being groomed today. Yep. It's some soft boys being groomed, and I'm talking about from from even even some of these men that's like 20 and 30 years old. You can see it in them, like man, what happened to you? You know what I mean? Because they're they're just like naturally effeminate, and it's from either the fast food, the video games, the uh, growing up watching that Disney Channel. Because you know those colors and those voices, it 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 it, it does something to you. You know we we. We, we 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 don't read certain things, so we hear we hear things about you know sound and and, and images. Ah, oh, no, that's that. No, that's that Illuminati shit. Nah, the shit is real. The reason why it's so much, uh, 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 even it's applied to that because they don't want you to deal with it. You know, you know us is is, is being taught from our grandmothers and grandfathers, straight Christians, and and you know if it ain't God, it ain't right, and all this old bullshit. When you put that bullshit to the side and you like read and you study, you find out it's always. It, it, it's 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 a hundred million ways to engage war on people, and and they got us right now with the music. They hitting us with our own shit right now. The music, number one, that drum beat. You know what I mean? We all know we 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 Africans, man. Much as we get on these these networks and we talk about black is not a nationality and we Moors and we came from over here. None of that shit don't realize. We understand that we in last place right now. We all understand that. There's no debate about that. We in last fucking mm-hmm. place. We understand that. But we have to start taking all these different medias. And mediums seriously. This music number one, because I mean, have you ever looked at some of these kids' eyes when they when they listen to that music? You ever see how they go into a zone? This shit is real. This shit is real. That 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 music, it has a it has a bad aura over over everybody's ears who's who's hearing that shit. These kids they zone out. They be they be itching and scratching. It, this is real. They, they they it's like they putting curses on us through us though through us. And the kids chase behind it because of that melody, man. That drum beat is serious, man. We, y'all remember how rap used to be, how hip hop used to be? The music was different. Even if you go back to the old R and B, you felt a different vibe. When you cut that shit on now, it's all like it, it has like an evil beat and it's slow, and you know you got you got you know your face scrunch up, and you know it's it's man, it's <laughs> it's scary yeah. to tell the truth. It, it's, it, it's it scary. is different. It is different. I mean, it, 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 it is different. It, it is. I don't listen to it. I'm, I'm stuck way different, man. Early way. 2000s. I won't leave. Because that's when the real cats was doing it. Between the 90s and the 2000s, I unplugged oh, from everything. Else. This, this new stuff they got right now, man, with all this, you know, this this, this bubble gum and, 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 and uh, you know, uh, sugar water and shit. And I can't fuck with none of that shit, man. I, it don't do nothing. For one thing, I got to be, look, I got to be in the classroom with Rakim. I got to be in the classroom. KRS-One got the right name. KRS-One literally means knowledge rules supreme over nearly everyone. Nearly everyone, like, right? Like you said, nearly everyone. Yeah, I'm, I'm still with the teachers, so I'm 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 permanently affixed inside the, the you know the, the you know the, the, the teachers' locker room. The closest one coming to any of that right now is your boy Nas, and everyone else seems to be on some kind of you know bullshit. But don't forget, they, don't, hey, don't forget my boys, uh, though. Hey, Nels, don't forget Nels, don't forget my boys, man. Don't forget uh, uh, DPG, Dead Prayers, man. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Dead Prayers always there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Dead press, yeah, it's a few still around. Let's take a break real quick because I got to go and pay a bill real quick. It's kind of hard to leave when we got all this realness going on. It's crazy, it's crazy. I'm going to go ahead and and, and drop a little of that flavor on you because that's usually our theme song going on and coming off, but you guys know the one I'm going to drop on you. Just, Just hang on for a second, and I'll be back in a moment. We can grow. We can develop. As we know that heaven is not a place And happiness lives in the heart Long as the world keeps turning Our duty is to keep on learning You heard? Keep on learning It's soaking up game We gon' make mistakes We gon' go through something Keep on growing Soaking up game If something ain't working Don't be afraid to change Nobody know it all As soon as you think you do That's when you fall We got to do more to survive We must evolve Things change Just when you think you've seen it all We trip, we stumble But we get back and stride Each day all the way One step at a time Don't want to let my ego and pride Make me blind The elders say When you stop growing That's when you die The one who gets the knowledge Is the one who asks why Through the course of life You gon' taste some humble pie But I love it It makes me appreciate The things that I take for granted Gaining insight and understanding Each one, teach one We got to pass it on Keep doing the knowledge building and adding on with faith in the assumption that nobody knows everything but everybody knows Keep something. On learning. It's soaking up game. We gon' make mistakes. We gon' go through something. Keep on growing. Keep on soaking up game. If something ain't working, don't be afraid to change. Yeah. The more you know, the more you know you don't know And if you don't know, there's more you can know Then you won't grow What you don't know can hurt you Discipline is a virtue Gotta ask the right questions Or else you go in the cycles and cyphers and spirals Information is viral It's infectious, it's contagious And how you going through stages like denial Don't believe that, no we didn't do that Then reality said and there's no disputing the facts Yo, I'm sorry if I woke you up But when I open up, it's like I'm smoking But I'm high off the people Watch me soak it up Huey said the best education is observation and participation how the people be relating Different points of views Turn bad news to good news See it's kinda like some shoes Cause it got to make you move Treat it like organic food Make it something you can chew Information you can use Make it something you can do Keep on learning It's soaking up game We gon' make mistakes We gon' go through something Keep on growing Keep on soaking up game It's okay to say you don't know. When you let go of your ego, you're free from all illusion. Big, can't make moves in confusion. Don't look for conflict, man. Always look for the solution. My pop said humility is a sign of wisdom. But to really soak it in, now that's a different kind of listening. See, man sharp a man. And every day is another lesson. And it's not failure when you learn, man. It's a blessing. And as the Buddha says, nothing lasts forever. We got to manage our expectations. The less we crave, the less we suffer. In this way, we awaken. 
right understanding, right thought, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, right focus, keep soaking, soak it up, keep on learning, it's soaking up game, we gon' make mistakes, we gon' go through some things, keep on growing, keep on soaking up game, if something ain't working, don't be afraid to change. The world is yours. The world is yours. The world is yours. The world is yours. I sip the dumb peak, watching Gandhi till I'm charged and writing in my book of rhymes all the words past the margin. The whole of mic I'm throbbing, mechanical movement, understandable smooth shit that murderers move with. The thief scene, play me at night, they won't act right. The fiend of hip hop has got me stuck like a crack pipe. The mind activation, react like I'm facing time, like Pappy Mason with pins I'm embracing. Wipe the sweat off my dome, spit the phlegm on the street. Sway Tim's on my feet, make my cipher complete. Weather cruising in a six cab, I'm on tarot deep, I can't call it. The beats make me fall in the sleep, I keep falling. We're never falling six feet deep, I'm out for presidents to represent me. I'm out for presidents to represent me. I'm out for dead presidents to represent me. The world is yours. 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 Man, ill will, God bless your life To my peoples throughout Queens, God bless your life I trick we box some crazy bitches aiming guns and all my baby bitches Beef with housing police, police scriptures that's maybe Hitler's Yet I'm the mild money getting sad, rolling foul The versatile honey sticking wild, golden child Dwelling in the rotten apple You get tackled, a caught by the devil's lasso Shit is a hassle There's no days for broke days We sell and smoke pays while all the old folks pray The Jesus soaking they sins and trays A holy water odds against nods and slaughter Finger the word best is driving my life To name my daughter my strength My son the star will be my resurrection Born a correction, all the wrong shit I did He'll lead in right direction How you living large or broke a charge cards are mediocre You flipping coca, playing spit, stays and strip poker The world is yours, the world is yours Young 
city bandit Hold myself down single-handed For murder rap to kick my thoughts alone Get remanded, born alone, die alone No clue to keep my crown or throne I'm deep, I sound alone Cave inside a thousand miles from home I need a new nigga For this black cloud to follow Cause while it's over me It's too dark to see tomorrow Trying to maintain I flip, drill the clip to the tip Scissoring my peeps Now the end can make my heartbeat skip And I'm amped up They like to champ up Even my brains in handcuffs Headed for Indiana Stabbing women like the Phantom The crew is rapping Big Willie style Check the chip to smell Plus I profile well Stash through the clock Rolls burning dollars to light My soul walks the blocks with a box Checking games plus the games People play Bust the problems of the world today The world is yours The world is yours Nobody but black people. Ain't gonna be no Mexicans, no whites, no none of that. It's all black people. 
You know what's so funny about that, man, is that I was going to be down in Dallas, Texas at the same exact time over the Mesquite. So I'm, I will be there. Man, yeah, come down. I'm going to be having my T-shirt. Oh. I have a I'm small T-shirt there, that I man. do online. Definitely. Definitely, man, come down. We're going to enjoy ourselves. This, this is going to be this going to be a big thing because, like I say, we're all, a lot of people haven't even met. These are, these are Facebook people who, who you know, we, 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 we inbox each other and, and pictures and, you know, we hit likes and all this and that. But now we can we come together because we all have the same mind frame. We're recognizing that race first. We're going to put Marcus Garvey back on that throne because that's where we fell off. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I'll be there. That's going to be hot, man. That's what it's all with. I can't wait. I Ooh. can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to have a, you know what's so funny? I'm going to go down, because I had already planned to be, you know, going down to my uncle and my cousin. They all down there, man. But when I come oh. down there, I'm going to hip all them to it. And they're going to be there, they're going to be there too, man, because. It's, that's, that's that's pretty hot, man. Because I was tripping out at the dates. I was like, damn, I'm gonna be down there by that time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's. I mean, just think, where where else or have you heard of where it's a a large accumulation of of of? And it, it's not just us. It, it, it's going to be five percenters there. It's going to be nation of Islam. Long as you recognize that we in last place and we need to be raised first, man, more than welcome. We, we all can, we, we we will all get along underneath that platform. We all will get along because there's no debating in that. Like I say, we we're not putting no gods up front and no pro- none of that. We putting right. us. We put us. If anything, we putting the kids. We putting the kids up front because, you know, we 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 in our twenties, thirties, forties, and fifties, and this like the last hoorah. If we don't get it right now, we gonna have these little these little black kids talking about they ain't they ain't from Africa, they ain't black. You know, is it, you know multiculturalism and and everybody's the same and you know God loves everybody mm-hmm. and, and we That's really gonna true. be finished then. We really going Family, to let me now. tell you stuff. We got grown men in this group that we left because of the dumbed-down theory that we were part of from Sugar Ray and myself. And you had cats in there talking about, I ain't from Africa. I'm, I'm from here. I'm black. I'm black. I ain't African-American. I'm like, man, that, that boy, you got grown folks saying that. So you, you are right on deck with this one. You are right, right. on deck with this one. You got, man, you got grown folks saying that right now. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. shame. Um, Thinking they European, guess what it is. Come on, man. Yeah, you know that that right there, man. I, I, you know the disrespect, man. From I quit, I quit messing with them cats, man. But you know it's like, I mean, that was a white dude called me a racist, and everybody was cool with it, man. I'm like, how the fuck you you call me a racist? But, but anyway, but he called me a racist in the group, man, and it was like nobody, nobody had my back in that group, man. It got to the point that everybody else started going in on calling me Malcolm yeah. X and this and that. Tell, you know, I'm just making mockery, man. But the point was, though, is that I would just kind of like just serve some conscience, man, trying to give some information out there because let people know that it's bigger than hip-hop. It's big, you know, sports and all that shit, man. You talk about all that shit all day, man. Can't get wound up on that shit and buying time and sitting around ain't doing shit, ain't saying nothing. Just getting dumped man, down and watching that. Let me tell y'all about what happened out here in California. Um, now, you know, after that whole Donald Sterling fiasco, when that whole thing happened, and he, and he put Magic Johnson out there with what he said about Magic, right? Right. Right. Don't you know Don't you know that there was a local black church out here called Church of Zion, and um, I seen it on TMZ as to where Donald Sterling was invited to this black church, and mm-hmm. he went down yeah. there and spent two hours in service. And he left. Now, but you all know you can't really trust what you see on the Internet. So I, I, I looked to see the, the, the video footage. 
And sure enough, it was there. But that don't mean anything. You know, they, they make all kind of fake documentaries and everything. So I called the church. And sure enough, it was real. They had invited Donald Sterling down there to sit through the service. So I asked the brother on the phone. I said, brother, what was the purpose of that? He said, well, you know, everyone's welcome. It's the house of the Lord. So, you know, so we go back and forth on that. And I'm telling him, that's a disrespect to, 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 to us, period, and to your congregation. I'm, I'm surprised more people didn't walk out of there. Because on record, only one black man stood up with his family and said, I'm up out of here. I ain't going for this, and walked up out of there. All the rest of them, they stayed there and enjoyed the service and probably wanted some, some autographs from the man and everything. We had planned to go down there to talk to whoever was the pastor of that day because it's like, you know, man, come on, this, we, we, this, this ain't the plantation. Why did y'all invite this man down there for what? The man disrespected us on TV, further thrashed Magic Johnson and, and put him out on blast. But then you get these, you know, these, these holy people and they, they – they, I don't know. I guess they're still trying to savage that whole we, 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 you know, we're all one race. It's only the human race, and you know, can we all get along? But you notice it's only us always pumping that. We're the only ones pumped right. that. Right. Only one. Oh, pumped just that. second, my, my brother. Nine one four three one zero. Who we got on day? Hello. Oh, hey guys. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. 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 Hi.
what I learned, what they were saying, man, is that they have this, this tax on their taxes of 501, um, I think C or something like that, for their tax thing, for their code. I mean, it's government funded. Those churches are government funded. So that means that their money, man, you know, because somebody got to pay for it. Somebody got to take care of the lights and all that kind of stuff like that. It's a, it's a business. So the thing about it is, man, is that they got this business going on, and these pastors and all this stuff like that, or reverends or whatever they are, they're making crazy money. Now, I went to a church right around the corner from here just to go there. And the thing about it, I go in the parking lot, and I'm seeing people coming in. It's a big-ass church. And I look over there, and people start clapping. I heard a helicopter. And I look over in the air. This motherfucker coming down on the, on the church in a helicopter, and everybody <laughs> clapping their hands and shit. And I'm looking up like, what the fuck, man? And they clapping their hands like Jesus coming down or something like that. But yeah. no, it's this motherfucking pastor coming down, and they just going in the parking lot. Crap. I mean, they having, they excited right there in the parking lot. So get inside the church, man. I'm thinking like, God damn, it's crazy. I go in there, man, and then next thing you know, I'm sitting there. Next thing, because this is Father's Day. I'm sitting there. They have a whole motorcycle gang come through there, run ride through the aisles. Motorcycle guy run th- ride through the aisles and shit, man. And uh, and the dude and the, and the dude no no and the dude really? in the mic about praise the Lord, pray, screaming praise. And I'm sitting there, man. People and I'm sitting there thinking to myself like, man, this is some bullshit. Because I was thinking to myself like, if my boys see me, this motherfucker, they gonna think I'm crazy as fuck. And I felt that way. So I got out of there because I was thinking like, man, this ain't right. This ain't no. This is crazy. But this is a show. This is a right. show. This is what they do, man. This is. Well, let me ask you something, Sugar Ray. Did you, when they passed that bowl over, did you put money in there? Hell no. All right. Hell no. They looked at me like I was crazy. But there's a thing, though. You understand? So, is that that guy, that pastor, uh, Reverend, whoever he is, he can be used. He can. He. I mean, that's a government place. He could be used as a spy. He could use for any political reason. He could use for anything since it's government funded. Like if, like when Bill Clinton, like he ran for president, he used he used all the black churches, man. That's how he got. That's how he became president because he used all the black churches, they money because they mostly often government funded and they and that's he used as a political tool to get him in the uh, in the house, and that's what mm-hmm. it's there for. That in Arsenio Hall. <laughs> you know, yeah, you're right. You're right. Makes how, makes how much energy we will put out for everybody else that has nothing to do with us and how quickly we'll run when we have an opportunity. And, and the main ones of us that have money will point back at us and look back over their shoulder and say, we are all right with y'all. They the problem over here. That's, that's part of the whole problem. When you you know, you got to be careful what you integrate yourself into, what you make yourself a part of. And I say all the time on the show is that, you are who you surround yourself with. And a lot of times, man, we surround ourselves with people that do weird shit. I'm still trying to adjust to the Dennis Rodman blonde hair effect on our people. I'm still trying to adjust to us kissing dogs in the mouth and running around with, with, with Fifi in our arms. I'm still trying to adjust to, you know, looking at all the, all the lack of a better way to put it, all the fuckery that goes on and, the bulk of our people sit here and act like everything is going to be okay. Look, I've never believed in, in your pop goes the weasel miracle stuff. I know for a fact that Jesus was not born in December. I know for a fact that, you know what I'm saying, 
historically speaking, everywhere, but here in America, he's brown. And, I, and I, as a soldier, I traveled. So I had an opportunity to see, be over in the Philippines. Hello, even over in Europe, when I had to go over there for a cold weather training. Even in Europe, Jesus is brown. So if you're going to lie about the basics, no matter what they are, especially on religion, there's three ways you conquer people. First, you lie about religion and, and take his God from him. Whatever whatever form that's coming in. I'm a Muslim, so you know how I roll. Been that way since '74. Then you got you you divide his family, and then once you divide his family, you know what I'm saying. You figure out a system in which that the children become captivated with you, thereby completing the circle. God, your family, your children, and that's how you divide and conquer. Then you go to the extended family that they have, which is their their closest friends, their, which they consider brothers, their, their associates, and people that are kind of on the outside of that circle, kind of in the Amway effect. And this is how things continue to get torn down and ran down. And when I see us validating, vouching, rubber stamping, you know what I'm saying, committing, you know, acts of, of just blatant fuckery, shit that we know we got no parts of, but yet we're so into doing that. It, it just it just kills me. To me, the most ludicrous thing that I see running around right now is us wearing blonde hair, or us running around doing doing fuckery that we know inherently has nothing to do with us, or us running around here accepting everything and questioning nothing. The more we do this shit, you know, there's, there's a saying in the Quran that says there's a certain amount of people who are destined for the fire, whose whose uh, fuel is men and stone. In other words, there's a certain amount of us that you almost got to say the hell with it, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to be on board with what's going on. And you have to run with the people who kind of not only understand where you're coming from, and there's an empathy, not a sympathy, but empathize with where you're coming from, and you surround yourself with those people so that you keep the cohesion. And cohesion is important. You see all the great sports teams do it. You see all the, you know, the things that are successful there's a cohesion and there's a fitness there. That's why certain teams repeat and repeat and do stuff because they keep the basic element of who they are. When you step outside of the normal and the natural, of whatever that is, whatever that circle is, that's when you begin to have the problems. And unfortunately, we get some of us to go outside the norm and the natural, and we stay out there, and then we look back at us like for whatever reason, we're the problem and we're the ones problematic. And we, the more that we think that all of this chicanery or shafuckery is the way to go, and the longer we stay in that, that drone, the worse off we're going to become. So at some point, you have to get up, wake up, you hear that loud snap in the background, that should be you pulling your drawers out your ass and trying to figure out exactly what's going on and where you actually are supposed to fit and form yourself naturally. And that's what's wrong with, with our society, and that's what has happened to us. We delve into unnatural bullshit, and the more we, we uh, delve into the unnatural, the more weakened we are with it. It's almost like uh, Superman and Kryptonite, although, like my man said, he's a sucker in a blue and red suit, and I ain't never followed him. So, you know what I'm saying? You understand where I'm going with it. There has to be a cohesion. There has to be consistency. Consistency, cohesion, and like I said before, staying within the natural. And unfortunately, we haven't figured that one out yet, and I just still think that it's going to take some major catastrophic thing. I mean, if Trayvon Martin... And what happened to that brother getting choked out in New York, 
aren't indicators of exactly how things are going and how they don't care about violating you. Shit like pat you down and, you know, stop, search, pat, and all this other weird shit that goes down. If shit like that doesn't give you some kind of a bright bulb or red light moment, I don't know it will. I don't know it will, but, you know, something something's going to have to happen catastrophic. The difference between the 60s and this new millennia is is, uh, is is like the thin line between love and hate, and it's a very thin line. But we the, the difference between then and now is that we understood that we had to be close. We understood there was a, there was a, a basic understanding that, that that solidarity meant something. But see, when, like my man said in, in his inception coming in here, when all the gangs and all, and all the groups and everybody starts to get closer and reunite up underneath that flag, then we'll start to gain the understanding because a lot of these gang members, a lot of these folks that's out of here, even our brothers and sisters that are that are incarcerated and getting circumcised illegally and all this other dumb shit that's going on inside some of these, these correctional facilities, right, they they are actually more in touch with what's actually going on than those of us who have been out here, you know, for a long time. And it's a damn shame that we've retrofitted ourselves from the people of knowledge and the, and, and, and the true people and the first people on the earth to stanky leg and, 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 and fuckery. And, and it's an unnatural thing because, once again, we're stepping outside of whatever our natural boundaries are. So whatever those are, it's up to those of us who with formats like this and with things like my man's doing there, the sugary trying to do his thing, the more some of us do this, the more hopefully some of us will join on to it. But see, when you get out of groups like we just got out of where, where fuckery is at a premium, which here again, fuckery, if, we didn't, if you haven't heard it yet, Fuckery at a premium means when you got premium, you're at the best place you can be at. You're top of the line. You're in the in the in the in the, in the most you know. You're at the pinnacle. You're at the pinnacle of wherever you're at. And when fuckery becomes your dichotomy or your makeup, and fuckery becomes the the uh, rule rather than the exception, then that's when you have problems. And if you live any parts of that over 50 percent, even if it's one degree, it took it to 51.49. And you're that 51% fuckery, that's exactly where you're going to be at. Unfortunately, we're on Teddy Pentagraph standard time. We got more like 70-30. 30% of us have figured it out. You got 10%ers that help us out. You got the 5%ers that are the realists. And 30% of us have figured out that we have to get back to where we were. Meanwhile, the other 70%, they need those glasses from DMC. They need some new prescriptions so they can see what's going on. So that's where we're at where we're at, you know, but we'll get there. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. Like you said, something drastic got to happen, you know? I got a question. Check it out. It says, I was reading this on this uh, email I got, man. It says, does overcommitment to church keep black women from finding good husbands? Uh-oh. They always say that they can find a husband. In no, 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 no. Hear, hear what I just said now. I said, does overcommitment to church keeps black women from finding a good husband? Think about it. Think about it. I mean, it kind of makes sense because, I mean, I just got to, I just got through talking to her sister yesterday, man. I can't break her, I'm man. I go to she, church seven days a week. Because she told me she don't want to deal with me because I, I don't go to church. She told me. You know, that's a shame right there. You got to make that uh, commitment, Sugar Ray. Yeah, you got to make that commitment if you want to be with her. No, it's the same. It's the same. 
it, it's a shame how that how that myth was put out there as a where the women say that they need a good God fearing man. Yeah. You know, in these days and times, any woman that and I don't mean to be disrespectful to anybody's religion, but any woman who logically thinks that in these these days and times with all this going on, all these fuckeries that's going on, you need to be hugged up with a, a man that feels that you, you, first of all, you need a man that don't fear nothing right now. Right. It should, we should, God shouldn't even be in the picture with these man-made problems right now because you know actually we're dealing with regular men that you can either get active against him and get shit right, or you can just keep on, uh, you know, following his footsteps and and and, and entertaining his fuckeries. You know, so when I hear women say that, God fearing man, it it, it cringes because it's like you passing up some good. Hardcore masculine men that you need right now. You need a, a strong masculine angry man. You know what right. I mean? That's what you, that's what's needed right now. Not this old God fearing and he's a thinker and all that. We not in we we we're not in those times no no. We, we we in a war right now. These people didn't declare war on us through every social medium. And like the brother said, we 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 creating dance after dance. Uh, new fashion. I mean, all this shit that don't mean nothing, and that all falls in line with being a slave to an artificial man in an artificial right. reality. All this shit is artificial. We we didn't got hooked on these cell phones. Even myself, I'm not above this shit because I left prison where, where you have a goddamn phone book. Now I'm out here now. If I lose my phone, I only know one number. That's my number. I can't call myself if I borrow somebody's cell phone, so I can't even call nobody. But we didn't feel victim to being a slave to an artificial man in an artificial reality. And, and if people don't understand that, who's this artificial man? First of all, the artificial man is this is this troglodyte, you know, this cockazoid. Because if you study these people, not just listening to, to somebody say the big head scientists and all this and that, because they, 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 there's theories out there that can have you on one, but if you really sit down and just take a long, hard, close look at this at this at these people, you know, you're dealing with a people, a race of people who... Even something simple, they can look at a frog, and instead of studying that frog in its natural element and just observing, they would rather dissect him. They would rather kill the frog and dissect it to find out how the frog works. That don't make sense. You don't kill something to find out how it works. You just simply observe it in its natural element, and then you keep, you keep data on what it does, the eating habits, things like this. But you're dealing with the people whose psychosis is crazy. They'll rather dissect it, kill this thing, and then we'll, 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 we'll rewind to find out how it came about and how it worked. So you can never forget who you're dealing with. These people, are, these people man, once they got us to believe in today's reality, we was through. We, I mean, we 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 we, we were. I, I feel like the hex is up off for me because I had a chance to sit my ass down for 18 years, and I I left TV alone, I left music alone, I left everything alone that they put out there, and I chose what I wanted my mind to be focused on. I chose what what, what I was going to put my eyes focus on, what I was going to allow into my ears, everything, even down to discipline myself from eating habits. Because you know, one one of the most powerful books that don't get talked about today is How to Eat to Live by. Elijah Muhammad, Muhammad yeah. that's a yeah. powerful yeah, yeah. book. Yes, man. Yeah, Flossie, we in these days. Flossie, remember yeah. Flossie just spoke on that the other day, man. About, man, we yeah, in the that, times man. where you're going to need to eat that one critical meal, and that's going to have you with enough strength and endurance to go throughout your day. It, it, we, we ain't really just, we're not animals. You know, we, these, these, all the lessons that I learned, I was upset when I learned it because it's like this, these are the things we're supposed to learn when you're in school. I don't know what they're teaching these kids in school because I know I didn't learn shit when I was in there, so I, I can just imagine now, but we are not animals. You, you don't, 
we, we have the eating habits of, a, of an animal, three or four meals a day, and you don't stop yeah, eating until your stomach yeah, hurts. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. That's sick That's in the sick. mind. You're not That's an animal. Sick. A dog will eat till his belly hurts. We're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to have enough sustenance to get around, and then the main things on your goal is food, water, clothing, and shelter. That's it. Yeah, you're right about that, man. Yeah, that's real, man, because that's one thing about me, man. Like, like I got cut down on a lot of stuff, a lot of things. I just, like, one big thing that I, I didn't really do a lot of it anyway, but I don't even drink, man. And it tripped me out when I went down to my, I went down to uh, Louisiana, man. I was hanging out with my brother and them and shit, man. We was kicking and we was talking. And them cats, man, they do it big, man. They like to drink like a motherfucker, man. And I was telling them, you know, check this out, bro. I, I don't, I don't drink like that, man. But they thought I was being square and shit. But I wasn't really being that, man. I was down, I was down to hang and kick and do what they want to do. But I just, I, but the thing about it, man, is like they didn't understand the no part about the drinking and some, and the certain things I didn't eat, man. I didn't fuck with all the extra shit they was eating too. That's another thing too. But I was telling them, man. I tried to tell them, man. They, they told, asked, "Are you Muslim?" I said, "No, I'm not Muslim, man. But you have to be conscious, man, of some of the stuff you do and what's going on, man. You can't just be assuming that everything's okay and just just consuming and drinking and drinking. Because, like down in some parts of the black neighborhood, especially down in Louisiana, man, what they do, man, they give us the worst, worst alcohol to get you the, the drunkest or the, the stuff that they're gut riching type shit, man. That's no good." And cats get to drinking and drinking and drinking that man, it, it, it it's it just poison you, man. And they eat wrong and it just it's crazy, bro. And I mean, eating these big ass burgers and shit, man, and and drinking. I mean, trust me, man, that shit will fuck you up. And right now, man, a lot of shit I don't do, man. But people be asking me like, damn, man, you don't even. You don't even look your age, but the point is, man, is that I cut back on a lot of shit, man. I don't eat a lot of shit. I don't do, I, you know, exercise and do stuff like that, man. But you have to cut back, man, because if you don't cut back, man, trust me, man, shit will catch you bad. Right, that food, man, that fast food. One of the main things I tell people about, and it's a shame how when you when you when you tell certain people about this fast food, they think you're on some type of health conscious. I'm not on no health kick, although I don't eat pork and I don't eat red meat. I eat turkey and chicken and and fish uh, and fish fish, yeah and even on even on some of those things you know you can't you you have to read the labels like subway sandwich i thought i was doing good eating subway sandwich and i found out subway sandwich is 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 horrible that that turkey is not clean and all that so i kind of like left that alone but you you tell our people about these eating habits and all that's that old fruits and berries and all that and then you start to really grasp how ignorant you know we, we are with this slave food yeah Fast food number yeah. one shouldn't be eaten because number one, it's not even it's not even food anymore. They they put so many different things up in there, chemicals. They put plastic in the burgers to stretch them out. I I can't even imagine what a, what a hamburger tastes like today. And you no, see the prices. Yeah. yeah, remember when them hamburgers used to be like four and five dollars? Now you can get like a combo for like two dollars. I'll be scared to eat a two dollar combo right now. Yeah, and look what they're doing with these burgers. They put three patties on there with bacon and a goddamn. Uh, uh, some lettuce and tomatoes and throws a, they might even throw a, they might throw a whole fish in that motherfucker and next thing you know <laughs> yeah, put cat, fish on top cats, yeah, cats, <laughs> and, and cats are running to get that man oh, oh you, you yeah. had that you, man you had that fish bacon uh, hamburger fish bacon hamburger yeah. man but cats <laughs> eat yeah. that shit man they're dressed up on TV and advertising and have it looking so sexy and shit these motherfuckers eat the hell out of that shit man but man please bro <laughs> 
Cats ain't conscious, man. Cats ain't conscious, bro. Cats need to really think about some shit, man. That's some real shit, man. You know, and it's it's a it's a situation, man. That you know, we all we we in the situation because we in this we in we in the, we surrounded by this bullshit. But still, at the same time, man, you can't fight everything. But at the same time, you can fight a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And one of the things about it is do your best, man. Be conscious and be aware, man. How and, and just look out for each other. Like the man said on the song we played last time. If you don't know, you don't know, man. And if you don't know, you just learn, man. Talk about it and say, hey, okay, and keep it pushing, man. Mm-hmm. Just let your right. ego, let your ego alone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that's the thing, man. You know, and the same thing. See now, like me, you know, like 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 I'm in up here in Washington State. You know, the marijuana and stuff, man. Thing about it is, though, it's like, I, you know, I, I I love marijuana, but the thing about it is, though, I'm real selective on it, man, because the thing about it is. There's, there, I have a personal thing about it I dislike because a lot of brothers got locked up and all of a sudden now it's free. That's fucked up to me. But, yeah, it is. Yeah, but, you know, the thing is, I blow because, for one, it it, it does help me on some sense situations, man, because it calms me down, relaxes me. Because we do, I'm going to tell you this right now, Natural herbs, man, we do need that because, for one, man, I feel like, man, with all the stress and all the stuff that goes on in the world, man, it's a lot of shit around plate, man. And you need some shit to calm you down and make you sleep good, you know. Um, but you have to be careful about that shit because sometimes there's a lot of shit that goes on with that that people lace that shit up with different things and all that. Oh, GMOs. G- GMOs yeah. have their hand in, in marijuana dispensaries now because I, I live in California and it's, it's, I don't know if you guys have ever been out here to really see it. It's it's like a circus out here. California might be the only state where you can actually be on parole like I was and your parole officer would tell you, you know you ain't got to buy it on the corner, just go down there and get you a card and go to the store and buy it. That way you ain't got to be hanging out in the streets. They actually tell you that. And you can go to Venice Beach, you can go to L.A., you can go pretty much anywhere, and you go see the doctor and you tell him you got anything from cataracts to um, anxiety or you're just not feeling good or you need to build up your appetite, he will write you that piece of paper. You'll be out there in a half hour, you pay him $45, and when you go to the dispensary clinic the same day, they say, oh, you're a new patient. You get a free blunt for joining the club, and then you go ahead and purchase your your, your weed, and you walk up out of there. And there's everything in there. There's brownies in there. There's, there's uh, medicinal Popcorn, they got uh, Rice Krispie Treats, Lollipops, Jolly Ranchers, everything has TAC in it. And it, it's just a big old thing out here. And, and it's in, as much as I like weed, I haven't smoked weed personally in, in three years because, um, you know, obviously I've been out here trying to find gainful employment. And I don't want to be one of those brothers who end up at an interview with a good job and then they ask me, can I, can I test? And then marijuana be the reason why I can't. So I, I can't go out like that after, be, after right. being down that long. So I'll sacrifice not smoking. Right, right, right. To go on these, even though I've been going on these bunk and, and dead end uh, interviews for like the last three years, but I'll go ahead and accept that. But um, that weed, man, it's it's destroying us because all you see is these these young brothers walking down the streets, rolling blunts on the bus, on the curb, and the owners of all these dispensaries out here are Russian, Armenian, whites, and it's a few Mexicans getting into it too. I don't know, not one black. Marijuana dispensary out here, not one. Now you know you since you said that. It's funny you said that. You are right about that because, hey, Flossie, I tried, I tried to go that route. I even, I even looked into it. 
I even studied it. I even got a certified situation to where I studied and went in there and tried to be a guy who could possibly get a dispensary. I was talking to this lady about being a bud tender at a, at a dispensary spot. I was talking to her all about being a grower. I was, the thing I'm trying to say is, man, I got no goddamn help, no no information. And I tried to call and try to talk to them, but I kind of realized, man, they have select people that they already have in place to get what they got to get. That's them. While a black person is trying to get a dispensary, they got white folks already grandfathered in and some of these rules are already made. See, the thing about it, man, there's no place. So I got to the point, man, I was thinking like, okay, I, they, these, I can get in somewhere. I got this, I got that. But you know what I kind of realized? It's not for us. It's not for us, man. We can try hard, man. We can get in, get in. But the thing about it is they're trying hard to get you on a situation of felonies. They're trying to get you messed up in this. They're trying to get you this. They're trying to get you all kind of stuff so you won't be able to do that. And that's the crazy thing about it. And uh, I'm starting to understand that I can't work with these motherfuckers because I know how this, man, I had some JLBs and I've been working my ass off to get nothing. And at this particular moment right now, I got nothing. I've been working you know four what? years at a high school. I've been working four years. Check this out. I've been working four years at a high school. And the thing about it, I put my four years in because I want to be there with my son and make sure they don't fuck him over so he can graduate. He just did. But the funny thing about it is there's a lot, a whole bunch of high schools, and we have two security officers at every school. All those security guys are full-time. Except when it comes to our school, the security guy that works there with me, he's full-time, I'm part-time. I've been talking for like three years about can I get opportunity. I apply for a basketball coach. I apply for soccer. I apply for football. I apply for everything you can think to be a coach of. Didn't get no love. I stayed at that job. Now, this is, this is me coming out born. I got laid out, laid out born and ended up getting this job. And I ended up doing this job. And I'm still stuck with it. I end up working a whole goddamn month, man. My check come up to be like what, four hundred and seventy-two for a whole fucking month from all wow. the stuff they taking out, child support, all that kind of shit. Now this is, don't get me wrong. Now I'm making the, my hourly wage ain't no. It's it's twenty twenty-two bucks an hour. This is my hourly wage. And the thing about it is, it was an easy job, and I maintain it. But I need those benefits. I need those benefits to take care of me, it's my regular checkups and stuff. But at the same time, my most biggest incentive to stay in there was to make sure my son graduated because I did not trust him. And my, by me being there, he graduated. If I wasn't there, he wouldn't have graduated. So the thing about it, man, I'm to the point, man, that right now, one thing I got in my favor was that there was a retirement going in for a teacher's account they have there that I can draw all that money out that I got over the four years, and I'm going to use that money, and I'm going to use that money for something for me, man. Like, I'm going to go into business for myself, man, because I'm just so fucking fed up, man, of trying to... I mean, don't get me wrong. If I have to get another job to hustle to get my situation going, I'll do it. But I'm just so tired, man, of being kicked around and being disrespected. 
and I see how them guys are, man, because they, they talk about, and this is mostly a white school, and there's only a few black people there, but I see how they act, man, how they talk and what's going on, because I've been around them for four years, and this shit's real. But I just I just did it because I wanted to get my prior possession out of that. That's my son to see him graduate, and he graduated, and now I'm done with the ass. <laughs> so now I'm going to go ahead and do me, and that's what it is, man. Trust me, bro. I struggle like a motherfucker, man. But I just did it, man. Yeah, take care of that seed, man. Cause them, them, them young boys and them young sisters, man. They, they, I really feel for them kids today, man. Because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 41, so I still remember when, you know, what I'm saying getting beatings and, and your auntie beating on you or your, your grandmother. I still remember those days where you had to be in line and you had to show respect and just, mm-hmm. oh, just a whole plethora, just a whole plethora of growing mm-hmm. up. Things that the older folks did, you know what I mean. You address your uncle as auntie and, and 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 uncle, you know. And these kids now, they losing all that now. They don't see adult actions from their elders, so they basically talk to them like they ain't nothing. You know, it's not acceptable. Because they but, don't be, you know, they don't be. Um, a lot of people they don't be. The, they don't know back then how we got beat. They don't be like that, no. They don't be anymore because they know they that don't. if their child can just say, oh, you know what, I could just nod not one one because they're taught in school. If if, if your parent hits, you know, if you get hurt at home, you could just dial 911. Even though you was messing with, with, with the stove and messing with fire, basically you can't discipline your child. No, you can't. You can't. And a lot of parents are scared. It, it's still, it's still a, a select few that don't care about that. They, they'll beat the shit up out of them. But that's on the forefront of a lot of parents' minds. Is where, well, my hands just tied. But to me, that's really like giving up because you know you, you, you got to The government ain't gonna, ain't gonna raise your kids. You, you, you have to raise your kids. Hey, that, 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 that's luxury right there. Let me tell you something. I always tell, tell you the crackers that my parents cared enough to kick my ass to keep me where I am, so, so I can be the way I am right now. I mean, these people, man, I mean, it's, it's just like what a man was saying a little while ago about the weed and stuff like that. Scarface said it best, man. These folks are smart, man. They know they know that if you're going to, that this weed shit is millions of dollars involved in this. They quote the numbers. They spit the game. You see that, you see, you know, they're just supposed to be starting to get into these weed businesses. They never knew whether they were going to have weed businesses or not. But yet every time the cracker... Uh, or the side, they say, oh, yeah, cracker. But every time the camera opens up, you look at the at the, at the guy, t- the uh, media guy talking to the white dude, and he got a fucking damn near warehouse in his garage full of weed plants already. So they already had mm-hmm. it planned out who they was going to let get in on this million dollar enterprise, what, what it was going to be, and all of that. But my thing is, is this: if they did for really, for real. I mean, for really, for real. Every black person or every person, period who you sent them to jail over weed charges, if your state becomes legally viable for selling weed and, and having weed shops and shit, you need to let all them brothers out of jail who have weed charges. And if all they had was weed charges, and, and, that, and that's the, 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 the reason why they got sent to jail, because it's hypocrisy for you to be selling weed and doing all this fuckery <laughs> over weed. I mean, and now the media is giving us regular updates on the progress of, of the enterprise that they're all about now. If we'd have thought this over, we came up with weed as a as a deal, then we would have got shit on. But they already knew who they wanted to make the money. If there's gonna be money made off of weed, then they got the special rule. If you went to jail and you get out of jail, 
you're not allowed to be a, a weed or a bud tender or anything else. And if you look at all the times that they go and talk to these people and these vendors and stuff, you never see us standing around. So they've already configured They knew this was going to be a, a multi-million dollar industry, and they're creating this multi-million dollar industry about them, for them, and for their kids when they get there. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's like I said before, it's hypocrisy. It's blatant hypocrisy to sit up and have us look crazy and, 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 uh, and uh, you know, do, do all this crazy fuckery. And, and uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's just all hypocrisy and shit. You need to let us out of jail. You need to, you know, uh, do like you did Michael Milken with the junk bonds. We have knowledge of, of distribution. We have knowledge of, of, of you know, uh, selling weed and doing stuff. And you ought to make the market that's open for everybody to do it. But you guys are selfish on this, like you're selfish on everything else. You have absolutely no plans whatsoever for allowing us to be part of that process. Now, the thing mm-hmm. about the children and stuff, I don't give a damn. As long as I was a parent and all my sons are grown now, as long as I was a parent, if, it needs, if I, I didn't stay on you all the time and I tried to talk to you, like a responsible adult, even when you were a kid. And I tell you that you're not a dummy, so don't act like one. And that went a long way. Now, when you got silly, silly with it, even if I did crack you one, even if I did let you let let, let you have it, or however the situation went down, right? If you want to, I tell them, you want to call the cops, you want to do that, you go ahead and, and and do what you need to do, because whatever you you got from me, it was far less than what I got. But that's the whole thing. Bernie Mac said it best, R.I.P. We then became some punk-ass parents. We should have never been been put in a position to be punked by the government or anybody else when it comes. Because my theory is this. I'd rather get you, and I'd rather go do that time, than have you get my child and choke him out like you did that brother a couple of days ago. So that's a chance I'd have to take. But I'm glad all my kids are grown. So, you know, that's why Mm -hmm. I'm not saying this part. That's why I'm not paying this art tax they came up with. Everybody that got kids in school and to pay this art tax, and even the people that don't have a kid in school, they want them to pay it. I won't be paying that one. Send it to collections because you can't collect off me. Because I got I got the right. government dis- I got the government disability, so you can't collect no money. So send it to collections with all the rest of the bills. <laughs> you but you know what? Go- you know what I have to say is that for, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Even though at school they teach your children about nine one one, they don't teach your children that. When your parent disappoints you and you dial 911 and they take you away to foster care, you're basically you're you're basically going to be treated worse than you did when you was at home. Shit, but yeah, they got, don't they don't got, tell them that. I got a I got a partner of mine, my man Wes, him and his uh his beautiful wife. You know, the both of them are beautiful people, man. The thing about him, you know, he got two kids. One graduated with my son. Well, he got no. He got he got more than two kids. He got like nine kids, but he had two kids in high school that I work with. But the rest of the kids, though, he homeschooled them. And the thing about it is, the West, the oldest one that graduated with my son and his his other his other daughter, uh, Nestle. The thing about them, they are very 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 conscious. I mean, I mean very conscious. They they real positive. And I love them kids like they're my own, man. But the thing about him, man, also, man, he, we sit there, we build, we talk a lot, man. And he sat there, man, he homeschooled his kids. And it so happened, man, he told me, he said, yo, he said, man, I need some material to teach my kids. I said, what you need? He said, I need some books, man. I said, man, I work at this school, 
And the thing is, they got a library here, and they got a lot of African books, a lot of books about us that these motherfuckers don't even use. And if you need them, I get them. He said, how can you do that? I said, don't worry about it. Do you need them? Man, I went in there, and yes, I did. I went in there, and I got books like, <laughs> I got crazy books for this dude, man. I got like four or five books a day. And I walked by the people, they said, oh, Mr. Robinson. And I used to put that shit on, like, hey, how you doing? You doing okay? Yeah, you look good. Nice dress, all that bullshit they like to do. And I went in there and said, I'm going to grab these books here. I'm going to go, I come in. I got a project I'm doing at home. I want to stay. He said, go ahead. You can take as many as you like. She shouldn't have said that shit. Because when she said that shit, there was not a time that I didn't take no books out of it. Right now, they probably don't have no more African books. Because that's a whole white. Because right now it's a whole it's a whole white school and they ain't gonna miss it and they don't care because they don't want us there. So why would they want our books there? <laughs> you worry so, about that. So I heisted them and I took it and now I gave them to him because, like I said, I have so many books at home for my daughter because my daughter has a stack over here for her. But the thing I'm trying to say is my son he does some books too. But my point is though, man, him homeschooling, man. He was always telling me, man, that he had to worry about that BS of them instilling that BS into his kids because that's what they do, man. They'll mess your kids up, man, to the point where you'll find out you'll have a conflict of interest with your kids, and they want to understand. And he told me that he had to set his uh, one of his daughters, yeah, Leslie, he had to set her down to watch Hidden Colors with her one time. Because she was way out of reach. She out of touch, didn't know anything. He said after she watched that, he said he saw some change in her. He said she had questions. Because then she started reading the books, started learning, started getting some ideas. And now he said, hey, I got her now. Because she's conscious. Now she knows what it is. Mm-hmm. So now it made a better relationship with him because he had a conflict with with. uh with his daughter because what it is with other parents they have conflicts with their with they, uh, kids because their kids have this culture of going to school and doing things that they think that's, think, think that's cool but the parents don't have it they got a whole different way because they already been there so the conflict of the kid not knowing this knowing this and that and that and, you know now they battling at each other all the time but for black kids man we need to be conscious of what really going on and talk about us and about our stories and about our history and everything like that. And once we right. do that, we'll be fine. We'll be good. And we won't have no conflict of interest because our problem is our problem is always one problem right now. Well, we got a few problems, but one of our biggest problems is economics, man. You can break that shit down to why it to where it makes sense, man, because right now, man, that's our problem right there. You know, and I ain't talking about, you know, Economics to the point where, you know, being like Floyd Mayweather and shit out there in the club making it rain on that old punk shit. I ain't talking about that shit. I'm talking about, you know, more of a situation of owning and employing our own. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, that, right. that Black Wall Street type shit. You know what I'm saying? Having our shit and 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 and, and putting my son to work at like West's. Like West have a, have a business. I have my son work over there for him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I can work for West. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't got a problem working for another black man. I don't have no problem with that. But the point is, though, is that if he's conscious and we're very accustomed on the same level, I work my ass off for another black man. I'm down like that. As but it should be. 
Right. Yeah, and that's how we do it, man. But we got we got to get that thing right, you know what I'm saying? And that's our that's our problem right there. So that's part of our problem. We don't we don't we don't um we don't really take seriously uh, the black dollar. You know, I, I had a discussion with with um, this person on Facebook one time, and um, they were like, "Well, one, one dollar ain't gonna do nothing," and and you, you're severely underestimating the power of one dollar. Don't you know if ten people don't go to a, a local liquor store, that ten dollar is gonna have a big a big impact on that on that cashier uh, later on that night when they add that money up. It has an impact, and then as the next night, that ten more dollars is missing. They start wondering what's going on. We we underestimate it because we always so flippantly giving our money away to these other things that we don't necessarily need. Mm. And that's why it's hard for us to try, try to get us, you know, get other 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 folks together on this whole black economics. We we actually think it's a joke. One dollar makes a big difference. I I guarantee you in any store because times times are hard right now. Regardless if if you know people they seem to get caught up in the hype of um. These athletes and these movies, you know, you got the the movies. The, uh, some of the actors making forty dollars, forty million dollars a movie. You get Floyd Mayweather; he's in the ring for like what, like forty five, or maybe or maybe under an hour, and he's getting forty million dollars. But all you have to simply do, if you if you mesmerize by forty million dollars, just go look at the Red Exchange. My my queen is from London. She she from over there in London. She look at it every day, and uh, there the, the pound is stronger than a dollar. The dollar ain't shit. The dollar, you know, we all know currency is fake money anyway, but the dollar is so goddamn weak that it's laughable how we over here cheering for, for, for Mayweather and all these other, you know, fools and buffoons. They're giving away that money because that money is serving a purpose for right now. He's giving that money back, best believe, from all them, all them damn foolish shit that he's buying, you know. But um, the dollar, it doesn't, it doesn't hold the weight that it used to, and a lot of us running around here, we don't even know that. We run around here like, like the dollar is supreme. The dollar is it's super weak. It, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it's super weak, you know, and we have to understand that. Yeah, oh, man, it's, it's, man, when I look at the rate exchange, I, I, I laugh because I, 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 never, I never thought about that. I always thought that the dollar was supreme and it will never fall. And when I look at the rate exchange, Sometimes it scares you because you're like, man, we need to start stacking up on this gold and these these these, these guns and these bullets because it's gonna crash. It's gonna crash. We just one news flash away from saying that money ain't worth nothing. And then what all the people gonna do? All these the Gucci belts and all this. Shit, what you gonna do with all that? We don't even know survival skills. Let me tell you something, man. That a lot of people don't realize too is that it's the truth about that American dollar. And the currency that we supposedly have in here. Oh, it's marked up in, in God we trust and then uh, has United States stamped on the back of it. But it's not even our damn money. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Every place you see a Washington Monument, and there I think there's like six of them, four of them I could probably name right off the top of my head. The ombolus, they're called ombolus. The Washington Monument is known as an ombolus, the tall structure with the, with the pyramid on top which, of course, we know the pyramid started in Egypt. Then you have that ombolus. Then you have the ombolus that's in, it's in Italy, where the immobility is. Then you have the other one. I think it's four of them. Four, four, yeah, four of them. Then you have the, the final ombolus, which is over in England. The translation is, is that this whole, and I'm not talking Illuminati on no bullshit, uh, you know, Hollywood, you know, rappers trying to, Dialing and some bullshit. Unless you're a rapper that's making the real money, 
our currency is not our own currency. We are still under English rule because when they sent us over, not us, but when they sent the people that just like Cuba dumped their prisons and sent their prisoners to America, like, you know, like the movie Scarface uh, with the Pacino, and they dumped their prisons out, they gutted their prisons and shit. Same thing happened over in England. They dumped out, and, and, and just like taking a box of cereal and dumping it out on the, on the countertop, they sent all their dregs and all the fuckery and all the corruption, which is why Congress and all them corrupt. There's a reason why these politicians are always corrupt. They are the direct descendants of the ones that got sent out of the prisons and got gutted because they were going to be the ones that, if they stayed in England, were going to be the revolutionaries. And this was prior to slavery when they came over here and, and made sick and murdered all the Indians because the Indians didn't know what sickness was until they got over here. But these right. places where they, you find those tombalists, all the knowledge of the world, mathematics, everything that was originally everything comes from the omelette that was in Egypt. You know, over here we call it grave robbing, but they go over to our, our fatherland, whiten up everything, uh, make, uh, uh, what's her name, Liz Taylor, Cleopatra, and, and whiten up everything, and it makes me sick to my stomach every time I see something like on one of the cable channels where they got a bunch of white folks dressed up trying to be Egyptian, knowing that that's, that's fuckery and falsehood, and we already know what that is. But every place you see those omelets, the other three omelets, Egypt is the knowledge, England holds our currency, the, 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 the Romans, who are, by the way, are the direct fathers and forefathers of the Germans and Hitler's people, right, which is why they were trying to take over the world and stuff. And that's why they, instead of worshiping Jesus, they came up with Catholicism because they just couldn't see themselves bowing to a brother, and which the Bible said, hair of sheep will feed a brass. They didn't, they didn't want to bow to that. So they have that spot. And then, of course, here we get us flip back over to England and the United States. Our currency is not our money. Our currency is, is still actually stamped and made. Now, we have stamps that say Treasury in San Francisco, which is, the I believe, the, uh, the L dollar. We have the Chicago Mint, which is the G. The G gets planted there. You have Philadelphia, which is the A stamp. New York, which is the B stamp. And, 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 and Missouri and all these other places where they actually have treasuries that print the money, they print the money. But the money that we still get and the money that we have made in England, they still control our fund. When they sent those people over here, they still had the money. And remember, they needed to continue to deal with England to have the funding. Why do you think that the people that were supposedly rebellious against England, why do you think they still are up the royals' ass and talking about calling them royals and respecting them and doing all that? It's because all the money is really tied up over in England. We, we might print shit, but we don't own the actual cash that is the cash. And that's why the European money is worth more than our money. Because what they gave right. us was, just like they they had their, their their prisoners and stuff, like I said, they'd have kept them there. They'd have overthrown what is now the English rule and everything. But those folks got put over here, and they got the, the washdown money. So the, uh, the American dollar is washed down for a reason, and that's why we continue to depend on England. That's why we continue to have these popes and stuff. And the pope has no religious significance in the Bible whatsoever. Nowhere in the Bible, the Quran, or anywhere else is a pope mentioned anywhere. But a, but but man created a pope so they could have something because you know they have they have the Book of Romans in the Bible, and of course they had to 
give themselves some kind of place within the Bible because, in reality, the reason why the, the reason, one of the reasons why the Jews were probably murdered the way they were was because they gave Christ up to the Romans, who, by the way, murdered Jesus and put him on the cross and made him carry his cross and would do all that. So that's why they created their own book within their own Bible. And the person that actually wrote the Bible, the King James Version, was exactly that. See, royalty was not supposed to create or be any parts of any religion because they wanted you to look upon them as, as the gods and who they were. But back to the original point, the money that we function with and we deal with right now as we know it is not even our own money. And that's why our, our dollar has no value and why European money is worth more than our money because they kept the original value of their shit. All the gold and all the everything that's stocked up, we get a stash of gold. We didn't get tested created with all the real gold, all the immobility that Ray Kwan was talking about when they were kind of wrapping into, into that thing. And the Wu-Tang kind of were the ones who kind of exposed the Illuminati stuff. All that immobility and all that money on the real tip, if you watch the original Godfather saga, it talks about all the billions and, 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 and basically trillions of dollars that's stored over in Rome. And England, Rome, and the, and the United States Treasury are the ones that control all the money, which is why you notice they are the three countries that control everything that goes on in the world, whether it's wars, whether it's how things are looked upon, whether it's even the, your, the religion that they look upon. But they, had to, they had to rob us of all the original knowledge because the only way they were going to be able to turn over the history and be able to turn over the saga of everything that was, they had to first go and rob all of our, our tombs over in Egypt to get those secrets. And they used those secrets to create everything that they have in the Western world because that stuff did not exist until they got that stuff from us. That's why they keep us down and don't want us to be the original man. That's why they continue to lie about us not being about nothing because they don't want us to really know that that not only is the power and, and the God within ourselves, but they don't want you to know that their money really is not worth a damn. That's why it's not worth anything. That's why the European money has more value than our money because we have stamps, but we don't even print our own money. All the ink, all the everything that makes the dollar, all the paper is purchased and sent over from Europe. They control our money. So, so we, we have currency, but it ain't worth shit because they gave us our currency and our money because we came from there. Or should I say, the white folks this here came from there. That's why we don't, our, our dollar's not worth a lot. And they know it's washed down. If you notice, the English pound never falls off. The English pound stays the same. Well, we're dealing with paper currency, which doesn't have any value of any kind. I think it's like uh, for every dollar we have, there's is worth like a buck seventy-five or something like that, or wherever that is around there. It's, it's because we don't we don't originally have our own currency. We're still using European currency. That's why you have the you know you look on the back of the single dollar bill, you have the the, the eyeball with the, with the pyramid right there. That's why you you look in the markings and stuff. And that's all the stuff that the Masons printed up and stuff like that. These people are all from England, man. And that, that's the reason why we don't we don't really this country stays in debt and everything, but nobody ever comes and tries to collect because they got these other countries that back them up. And then what do you, what do you do to control people? You use the religion portion of that to control people. But all the money is is, is stashed in those three areas. And the and the and the, uh, the Pope and all those folks, which is why even Americans flock to them, and why we flock to England. That's the reason why they do that because the money is over there, not over here. Right. Hey. Heavyweight man. Indeed, uh-huh. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah man, you know, hey, brother. Man, um, shit. I, anyway, I'm, this, is a, this is a great show tonight. I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm, I'm learning a lot, man. I, I'm, I'm speechless, man. I mean, it's, it's good, man. It's real good. It brings some stuff out of me, man. Yeah, that's right. Now it's real that's supreme. One, yeah, that's 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 one of the things that we get when you get together, man. We uh, you know, when when someone, that's when we get together, we all could build like that. That's why, man. I'm looking forward. Mind over matter. I'm I'm looking forward to meeting you, man. That's that's gonna be good down there in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, man. Brother, I'm telling you, when black folks get together and, and the topic of the discussion is not based on fads, fashion, or music, or sports, or politics, when we just talk about us, and you'd be surprised, you'd be surprised at what, what some of us know. That's what it all boils down to. That's why it's good not to have just these old flippant conversations based on, on they shit. We need to start getting back in tune with Like I say, man, I'm, I'm pushing race first. I'm pushing us, black people yeah. first, man. I, I, yeah. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have the uh, the ambition or the drive for anything else. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't have it. And, and like I say, some of us who are lesser learned, they say, "Oh, well, brother, that's racist and all that." We ain't got to get into that because black people don't have no system or no institution <laughs> set up where we can actually employ racism on anybody. Really? We don't, really? we we don't, we don't have, we don't have that. The only racism we do have, we, well, it's not even racism, but you know, we we we, we have the black self hatred. We got that part down pat. Cause you see it all day on Facebook, man. You know, we we had a campaign on Facebook. There's a page called um, Positive Blacks putting you on blast for sharing ratchet pics and videos. And it's a simple, it's a simple page. It's a simple group. It's just based on. Um, you can come on in, you can get good information. If you want to see a funny video with black people on it, you can see that. There's no fighting, there's no, you know, none of that. None of, none of those derogatory videos are on there. And the purpose of the page is to um, put blacks on blast. If you got a, a black Facebook friend who constantly put these negative derogatory black images up, you submit his name in there, and then we inbox them. I mean, the whole group, we, we, you know, we, th- we try to run them off Facebook. No, cause that's what we need. We we got we got to get back in tune with 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 with, with turning up on, our, on you know on our own who's doing wrong. Cause they holding us back. These coons, these negro peens, they they holding us back. Cause all the people hey. on the planet that we so called conscious, we preaching to the crier every day. You know, all the conscious people we saying the same. We 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 regurgitating the same information over and over. You know, the Vatican. You know, uh, the first lady shit was named Jesus. You know, all this shit we didn't already hear. I heard that shit 18 years ago. I'm tired of hearing it. I'm tired of hearing about the Willie Lynch letter. I already know. I studied the Willie Lynch letter. I know for a fact the Willie Lynch letter was not written by no cracker. It was written by black people. It, it, it was. It was. It was. A, it was. A, it was. A, it, was a, it was a piece. It was cleverly done and articulated. It was to get us riled up and to get us stopped being in, in our in our niggerly ways from back then. That's what it was designed for. And the reason why you can tell it's fake, if you look at the date on there when it said, I believe it said the 1600s, if you look at it and you cross-reference it with the dictionary of that time, the words and the, and the jargon, they don't add up. So like I said, it was a clever piece. I, I applaud the brothers, whoever came up with it, but we, we got to get past all that. Man, talking about Willie Lynch and, and all this and that, that's regurgitating the same information that ain't waking nobody up, you know. We going crazy over this uh, Hidden Colors 3. Me, personally, I haven't seen one nor two. And the reason why I haven't because I've asked certain key people who I trust, and I say, you know, well, is it anything in there? They say, well, pretty much you probably learned all that while you was in prison. So that always right. stuck in the back of my mind. But I'm, I actually I watched the reaction of people who have seen it. 
So it can't be that powerful because the people that I'm seeing that's watching it, they ain't doing nothing. They ain't out here in the streets doing nothing. They ain't right. posting no. Man, you got black folks that sit up and talk about hitting colors all day but scared to post a pic or a video of themselves giving out some real knowledge on Facebook. Yep, yep. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. we age, I, I understand some people that's camera shy and this and that. You know, I was. I, I stepped out of prison. I didn't even tell you all about this. I was supposed to have been a part of a new reality show called Life After Prison. When I left prison, I hooked up with some people on Craigslist, and they wanted to interview somebody who's done some time between, like, five and maybe 25 years who was willing to admit to their crimes. I contacted these people. We had a meeting at Starbucks. I blew them away with everything I told them, told them about my book, and they actually turned from, a, from an interview to them just getting me ready for the part they wanted me. I got paid $500 a day for these for these little small cam- news cameras to follow me around throughout my day. And I was pushing for us because these were new producers. These, these weren't people who had been in the business. This was a Filipino lady. Her husband was white, but the other Mexican, Mexican dude, he was in tune with, you know, uh, uh, being multicultural and different things like that. So they was in tune with it, and they was letting me run the show. And I was, I was putting us out on the map, you know, a positive image, a black man who entered prison at 19, who paroled at 37, I'm pushing strong, you know what I'm saying? Pants pulled up, talking right, everything. I've been a dental lab tech. I've had I had I had a plethora of jobs since I've been about a prison. But my my reality show it lost steam because she was pregnant, and once she dropped her baby, she went through postpartum depression. So now my little project is stuck on YouTube. I still get hits. I still show it around to people, but it's still pretty much just stuck there right now. And I'm trying every day. I, I talk with different producers because I'm I'm really trying to get that out there because it's it's it's, it's this. It's this myth going around that when you leave prison, nobody gonna hire you, and you gotta do this and that. You ain't gotta do none of that. I haven't, I haven't done not one illegal act in my almost four years. I'll be out four years next week. I haven't done not one illegal act. I, like I said, I've been a, a dental lab technician. I've been a caregiver. I've been a, um, I, I've been a whole bunch of things. Uh, construction. I, I lie on my application. That's what I do. I, I don't put down. Yeah, I did time. I put down, I've never been, if they ask me you've been in prison, I turn my lick up. Prison? Hell, nah, nah. Because I can't afford to be putting down that I've been in prison and then them don't even interview me because of that. So I, I lie on my application. I'll take any job. If, if I feel I can do it, I'll take it. I just got to get fired in the end. You just got to run the background check and find out I've been in prison for 18 years. But I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to go up in there and do that job and get paid. Right, and I give right. out no jobs out here to us. It, 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 it's scarce. The, the, the work is scarce. And it's really, it's really hard on brothers getting out who's in that positive mind frame, because you sit up in there and you get those free meals and you get the food and, and, and just, I mean, you're talking about fuckery out here. Imagine being up in there. It's, it's, it's some brothers up in there that's just straight lost. Prison is a zoo. They need, they need to do a real special. All this stuff you see on, on MSNBC, you have to remember, that camera crew going up in there, and they giving those guys extra sack lunches and different things like that. They, they're trying to civilize how it is up in there. Prison is a zoo up in there. Brothers is in there fighting to, to maintain their sanity. You can sit up and watch TV all day, and what's on the TV? Maury Povich, these talk shows, the judge shows. I mean, straight buffoonery. Brothers getting up out of there not even knowing. We, we, don't, we don't even know basic, basic. I got an argument one day with one of my homeboys in prison because he thought that Spain was down there near Mexico. I mean, we are super illiterate up in there. Damn. Yeah, we wow. gotta get on a ball up. We gotta get up on a, on a ball up in there. And I, I see the brother now, um, Doctor Umar. Um, he changed his name Johnson to to, to Infantune or something like that. But I see he's got something new going on with the prisoners. Um, I, I hope it's a righteous effort, man, because um, 
Brothers are coming up out of there, man. It's it's almost like a fifty-fifty. If you see a brother who just got out and, and and you ask him what's going on, and you can instantly tell who 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 was in there playing checkers and, and basketball and, and just lifting weights, and who was in there really studying and turned that cell into a college. Because you know those brothers is needed out here, man. They, they, that's that's it's, it's having a brother out of prison and and he has no knowledge himself and no ambition. He don't want to do anything. It's, it's sad to say, but it's like he might as well stay because he's in a way. He in a way out here. Yeah, you know, you know, you know what, man? I'm gonna. I got two friends of mine, man. A dude named Larry Dublin, man, who he did about eighteen or nineteen years in Angola, and I talk to him on a regular basis. And I got another named Victor Kelly, who's supposed to be getting out pretty soon. Um, I don't know exactly where he is. I think he's somewhere in Mississippi or somewhere. I don't know where he is, but he's been uh-huh. gone a long time. But the thing about them brothers, man, they 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 held themselves up, man. You know they kind of yeah. you 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 know the conversations, man. You talk to them, man. It's like because when they went in, man, we was like young, just just you know, everything was just stupid, you know. Yeah. But yeah. but now, man, you talk to them, man. I know from talking to them, man, they got their mind right and they 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 talk on some some heavy 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 conscious stuff. But you know, it's like damn. You know, just talking to him, like, you can just trip, it trips me out, man. But it's like I'm gonna talk to them brothers when I get down, there, man. I'm gonna see can I possibly bring them brothers, man? Do they want to come down, man, to the thing on August 22nd? I man. encourage anybody that can make, even if you can't stay for the whole weekend, because it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Even if you can just come through just one day, just to be able to see the regular common folk, black folk, like I say, from from every denomination, from every little belief. And we just down there functioning, and we we trying to get it right. We we just trying to get it right, man. By all means necessary, and we we understanding that this uh this, this agenda, this homosexual agenda, you know, we that's at the forefront too. Because it's a lot of brothers they don't like seeing their little sons, you know, running around here on this on this soft stuff and seeing the the the, the young females, you know. With all this, all this masculinity, you know, they, 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 they you know, they, they, they almost more masculine than than the boys. Yeah, yeah, real talk. You know, it's a role yeah. reversal, an extreme yeah, role right. reversal was going on now, and especially with the men who can't find jobs, and then they got the sisters out here working. You know, that upsets the black family too, because you had so many sisters. They had, they, they you know, they had a man, and, and and he chose the street life, and he went to prison, and he's in there. So now she's out here, she's having to be so-called, you know, mommy and daddy. For for the kids, and then you know, she may not be educated, so she's spewing different things in the, in the child's ear, and then it gets twisted as to where, you know, I'm the mama and the daddy. You know, we we, we had debates on Facebook about this all the time. Uh, a, a, a a man cannot sit his daughter down and say, I'm your mommy and your daddy. You know, that's 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 men men don't really do that. I'm not trying to single sisters out, but sisters feel that because these men are absent in the child's lives that. They had to step in and play daddy. You 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 can never be daddy. You can never righteously be daddy. You can be supreme mommy, but you can never be daddy. You can't teach your son how to stand over the the the, the pisser and, and shake his dick when he done pissing. You, you you can't. You can try your hardest, but it'll never happen. And they have to realize everything that they're telling their young sons that's that 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 that, that opposes that that masculine figure is messing these kids up. Believe me, I I've seen it. I when I first got out. I had I had before I cut my hair I had hair down my back and 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 I finally realized I need to cut it because for number one it attracted too much attention and plus anybody wearing no long ass braids out here like that and anything that was gonna prevent me from getting a job I had to do away with it 
Right. And um, I had this one sister, she was braiding my hair, and um, one of her girlfriends was over there, and you can tell this little boy, he was about four years old, you can tell that his mama keeps him around all women because he started kind of like acting up. But I knew it wasn't acting up as to be bad. He was he was curious about me being another male species. So he kept, you know, sliding up underneath me and trying to grab my phone. And the mama, boy, quit leave that man alone. And I looked at him and I said, you, you can't tell what's going on. You done kept him around women and, he's, and, and girls for so long, he's he feeling that energy. And she didn't even recognize that. So you know that's how that's how deep this struggle out here is, man. We we man, we got we we know better, do better. Yeah, yeah, that's that's heavy, man. That's real heavy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, you know yeah. what? Um, for you saying that, like the people that didn't get to grow up with their fathers and stuff like that, you know, it'd be nice to have programs or um, boys to be mentored a little bit better. Somebody, right. I heard that before, man. Somebody said something about a boys to men thing. Um, somebody's doing it right now. I forgot who it is. I don't know if it's, I don't know if I heard it from some, some Umar Johnson or Professor Griff or somebody. I don't know who. Somebody was saying that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you find out, man, definitely. I'm on Facebook as Mind Over Matter. If you do find yeah. out, let me know. I'm willing to be a part of that because I'm, you know, I'm. I'm out here. I don't. I don't have. I don't have any kids, and I'm. I'm definitely looking to uh, give back. I didn't. I didn't so much grow up with a father, but I still understand that old. That old mind frame of of when men used to be men and masculine. I. I. I'm never. That's never gonna leave me. So I'm definitely with that. Yeah, man. That's real. That's why, man. <laughs> a lot of a lot of the young boys need that type of vigor. Uh, uh, of course, mom. I mean, I always heard that growing up from from Mary Bryce's mother saying, "I'm mother. I'm father." And yeah. just to hear you say, well, really, you're not. You can say you are, but you're not. You know? So it's going to really yeah, I understand. be like, wow. Yeah, when when the sister said it, I, 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 don't, I don't get mad because I understand. It's just a lack of understanding. That, 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 that's all. Mm-hmm. Just like when you get these men talking about, man, these sisters out here, bitches. Nah, you just don't understand who she been running across. That's 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 yeah. that's the thing. So it's just having a, a overstanding of the situation because it's easy to place blame. But when you sit back, you have to just number one rule when you come into to knowledge of self and consciousness. You have to remember the time when you knew not what you know now, and that just means now that you have this newfound information, you can't mm-hmm. step on this pedestal and, and think you above your people. You have to understand they haven't reached that status yet, so you must take your time and use every effort you can to try to all reach right. them. That's that's all and that that's, is because nobody else mm-hmm. will do it. You're right, and that's why that's why I still talk to uh, the one I was talking about, the chick Bernadette, who told me she was talking about church and something like that. She didn't like me because I don't go to church. Well, that's why mm-hmm. I still talk to her, man. I talk to her on a regular basis. and But I know she calls me, too, because she knows that I know something and she's learning something. And I know she's learning something, but we may not date, but we're good friends and we keep conversating. I respect what she's doing, but mm-hmm. I know what she's doing is not the right way. But eventually she'll get an understanding, you know. So, yeah. So, yeah, don't ever call avenues, man. I tell people on That's Facebook too, when they say, "Man, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of talking to these dummies on Facebook. I'm gonna delete them." Me personally, the only way I delete somebody off my page if they being like overly belligerent or just straight dumb. But other than that, I, I, I don't delete people because I believe that they will still uh, receive your post. They'll still peek at it here and there, and they'll slowly get the message. I don't believe in cutting people off from that knowledge, man. If you if you really feel you out there and you put knowledge on your Facebook page, 
you should never really delete anybody. And like I say, unless they're being overly aggressive or just or just all straight outright fuckery, then you, you know you had to block them and, and, and delete them. But if it's just these little arguments where people are not getting along, man, I, I, I encourage people to leave, leave them on. And don't if, if you're pushing knowledge on Facebook, don't delete nobody. Don't delete them. Mm-hmm. That's defeating the purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm that's with you on that one. I, 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 I ran into some real birds, man. I, I, oh, I, yeah. I, had, I had to let them go. I had to let them go. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like I, I say, they overly. I, I hate to do it, but. <laughs> yeah, them, them them weirdos, them weirdos, and the people that that's going way left. Yeah, you 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 must delete and block them. But I'm talking about yeah. these simple arguments we be having. Don't delete the people like that because y'all still can learn from each other. Finally, when you got cats putting putting uh, uh, questions out, you know, with you know, what brother is having sex with what brother, and two pops <laughs> in the bathtub full of flowers, and what he would look like in a dress. I gotta leave your group. Okay. Oh yeah, I yeah, ain't trying to be, yeah, we ain't trying to be. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I had to go. Matter of fact, it was so cold that we had a group where it was supposed to have, uh, you know, one for for women and dudes talking. That failed, so I got out of that. And then when they went with that format, they keep posting all that stuff. And even today, they still posting that kind of stuff. Then I got out of there at 2 o'clock in the morning. I was gone for two weeks before I was there. I was gone. It's like, hey, what happened to you? Hey, man, I, I had to go. I got to go. There's yeah, some things yeah. I just want to adhere to. And it's bad enough when, you know, like the, the story I read earlier and stuff that's going on. Hey, man, the last thing I want to see with a soldier like Tupac is, uh, you know what I'm saying, you talking about him and whether what he would look like in a dress or how he would ex- accept and respond to that, it's time for me to go, partner. Yeah, definitely. You know hey, not, not, to cut you off, not to cut y'all off, but I, I got to go. I got to go pick my queen up now from work. But all right, family. Hey, you know that you are more all than right. welcome. We run shows five to seven days a week, man, about multiple topics, relationships, the whole nine, and then real stuff like this. You have probably made this one of the best Information yeah. sharing slash Thank you. you know knowledgeable shows. I enjoyed and, it. Thank and, and, you. And, and realness. I mean, man, this is a breath of fresh air, family. Six four six. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Flossy Jeezy worldwide on 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 the on the on the page, and Nelson King is the actual name. So anytime you want to dial in either of those two, I'm there, family. I'm there. Okay, and you're definitely. Over and I'm like that down I'm right now. on Facebook. Definitely. Yes, sir. I'll definitely look at I that. Look, I look forward to uh, talking with y'all again on the next show. Hey, man. Hey, God's blessing to you, and welcome back to what was supposed to be the real world, but we are still lost in space. But welcome back to the world and with the rest of us anyway, fam. We're glad to, Thank glad to have you back. Thank you, brother. Y'all have a good night, too. Thank you. You too, my family. Peace. Hey, what a breath of fresh air, man. Sugar Ray, right on. Wow. Man. You know, right a lot on, of knowledge family. tonight. A lot of knowledge. Woo. Made, made, me, made me dig through my archives of knowledge on them and stuff. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I, 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 I was trying to wait for y'all and stuff. My ears, was, my ears and, and brain was burning up over here holding on to shit. I was like, damn. <laughs> I'm so glad to talk to somebody real for a change, boy. Wow. It's like, you know what, you just never you just never know what someone went through and how the way they 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 talk, you know? That's why. That's why it's I keep the proof Sugar of Ray around. Here, you know? Sugar Ray keeps bringing us to real. That's why I keep him around. Sugar Ray, definitely. 
hey, that was a real brother. And to the folks that me, that me and Sugar Ray was just talking about, I'm gonna drop this little deal, then I'm gonna come back, then we gonna do the do the quarks like we do every night. But uh, this is for those who are not doing it right. We'll be back in just a moment. Flossy Jeezy, Super Soul Hip Hop, and I should have put Real Talk Session six zero six five nine five three four zero two. Let me drop this on y'all, and I'll be right back. Get paid when the record is played To put it short, I want it made like that Enough said, then after 
that I'm putting on my cousin Hamed We let the ladies blend with the dark skin devil bread and discover My level is that of no other And roots crew ain't official and true While I'm continuing to For love that entices the stars and tender mommy But sometimes she like it rough See, shorty, way of thinking is we might split up So when she think it's getting cold and she spikes it up She give me fever, give her chill bumps when I caress her all night She never lets up, love it when she gets up Morning turn to night again, multiple pleasure She love playing new games and love playing dress up Role playing wrong day for a secluded spot Sex in the city, reviews from the rooftop Find a cool spot, stop Listen the new drop, ice can't keep your temperature down, you too hot We do the craziest things and lay in the rain Sex drives out of control, she can't stay in the lane She said it turn her on when I'm saying her name So don't stop, mom, playing your game Should I tell her? I like it, love you know just what I want, you know just what the want, you got the psychic love. Type of love, make a dog wanna wipe it up. Uh-huh. Or poppy play it cool so she can spice it up. I like it, love, uh-huh. you know just what I want, uh-huh. you know just what the want, you got the psychic like love. Type of love, make a dog wanna wipe it up. Uh-huh. Or poppy play it cool so she can spice it up. We having fun now, feeling and digging her style, she creative. Let her imaginations run wild, put me on, make sure I come back for more. She like, damn, bro, I never uh-huh. done that before uh-huh. She wearing outfits and lingerie and a pair sweeter uh-huh. The stewardess suit, the NBA cheerleader uh-huh. Personal secretary, uh-huh. night work in tight skirts uh-huh. The living maid on my favorite, the night nurse like She take me out to public spots and get sushi uh-huh. Sex in the restaurant, that sounds juicy uh-huh. Sneak me in the cinema, she said she wanna do me As they play the Saturday uh-huh. matinee movie uh-huh. The broad playwright, quiet spot in the park, broad daylight Sex is what she call play fight and I'll be ready uh-huh. Whenever she put it on me uh-huh. again The object if you want me to win uh-huh. Should I tell her uh-huh. I like it love You know just what I want You know just what the want You got the psychic love Type of love make a dog wanna wipe it up But poppy play it cool so she uh-huh. can spice it up uh-huh. I like it love yeah. You know just what I want yeah. You know just what the want You got the psychic love Type of love make a dog wanna wipe it up uh-huh. But poppy play it cool so she uh-huh. Spice it up. Yeah. Hey, yo, Nick, where just, just let it ride out. You know what I mean? Just let it go from there, man. 
sit back. Let your head down. Let's go. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, my man, Rock Kemp, bring it to the bridge, you know what I'm saying? That's that mindset, that psych, that psychic love right there, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, the mindset for the sexy, the grown and sexy. You know what I'm saying? Flossy G, Super Soul and Hip Hop Monday, you know what I'm saying? Turned into a real show tonight, you know what I'm saying? There was real stuff going down, real people do real things. 646-595-3402. I hope y'all enjoyed y'allself tonight. What y'all think about all that good stuff we did tonight? Well, I can I can definitely say it's a different perspective on how the way someone else's life is. And it makes wow. you, like, want to learn more. You know? Well, as usual, you right on point with that. <laughs> Appreciate those words. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You 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 you're kinda of smooth when you get ready. I like that. I like that. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sugar Ray. Go ahead, Sugar Ray. Yo, 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 what's up? Yo, yo, you you know, like, man, what what'd you think about all that good stuff we was doing tonight, man? Was that was that like, you know, using an inhaler to clear your nostrils, get your get your muscle tendons unwind and all that good stuff? You know what I'm saying? We don't need summer school, we got that. What's going down? It felt good, man. It's like it's like it's like building. It's like uh, creating a pyramid. You know, you take one step up, and uh, you always add an extra brick, brick to get higher. And with a man, mind over matter coming in, man, that took us another step, and we continue to build. So it was beautiful, man. I mean, I I, I, I learned something. We all learned something, and the people that listen, I hope they learn something too. But yeah, brother, it's always good. Listen to my sister over here. Listen to a man, Flossy. We we. We build it, man. It's good, and that's that's what it's all about, man. And uh, we need to get the numbers more bigger, and we get more people, and we get the more we have more of a united front, man, and start to build on some other things, man, and create these these soldiers, man, get these street soldiers, man, and everything like that, man. Build up a defense, man, because to win the championship, you got to have a hell of a defense. Yeah, it is right there. Well, don't be surprised if I don't hit y'all up for one of them. Early morning shows tomorrow morning, you know what I'm saying? Let mama get the get the baby fed and everything, release herself. <laughs> so I know you always try. Right, you know what I'm yeah, oh yeah. I, well, I'm not trying to. Get, I'm not trying to. You know, to get the get the sunrise go. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, you're pretty you're pink in the sunshine, but you know how it go. You know, I'm not trying to get there too early, but you know how it go. You know, we go we gonna try to do something. You know, maybe about I don't know, maybe about. I'm just glad it's just very cool tonight. It was like full of like wow. Yeah. I told myself something interrupting brother. Let him talk, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. My man, my man, my man is uh, my man is (laughs) he's real, man. He's real. I I really look forward to meeting dude, man. I swear, man. I think that was uh. That was a good thing, man. I mean, he—you know—he—if you look on my page, man, he created a a, a, a United States a map. It's red, black, and green, and it had different Ooh. pictures on there, man. He had a picture of me right there in the corner, man, representing Washington, man. I thought that was kind of cool. He he tagged me with that, man. That was pretty dope, man. So. Uh-huh. 
overwhelmed under the influence of these and instruments, lyrics making intricate and elements tense. When you was playing Pac-Man, it was the jams I packed. Peace was formed when I was performing black and all that. Back before they turned hip hop to rap, it was always the place to party at. Remember that? Remember that? I remember the spot that used to be hot, just like the rooftop. A place that only few can rock on a wild ass block. Yeah, you find me there a lot. Until you hear gunshots, that's when the fun stops. It come the cops. Time to go home, get in order. Cause I'll be back in Manhattan if something's happening at the Latin Quarter. House to have it when it came to 14 carat. And if you had a year, kids to try to grab it. It's cool at the Red Parrot, we was doing it there. I was the first one to rip it at the Union Square. DJ Red Alert did work A crazy concert, a lot of kids got hurt I did encore, did the encore They wanted more, I kicked the freestyle Too, I heard the crowd roar like the funhouse Bronx Center, never ending black Place to be was the broken armory Remember that? Remember that? Remember that? Remember that? Let the crowds in, over 20,000 Wild and music's loud and microphones growling Tickets are sold out, parties is packed in On tour, ripping basketball arenas back then Even after parties, posses of players and hotties Everybody was gotties, spread bucks like shotties Spending cash to make a good time last Thoughts that I had, give me a blast of the past Memories of unforgettable times on my mind Dollar signs and melodies and incredible rhymes The people I met and the sets that got wrecked All the mics I checked, most of all life's effects And peace to all the people I grew up around In the streets back when beats had a rubber sound I used to be wild, me and my crew sit back And we smile, keep fouls, a picture style In case I go see now Cause some things are just too good to be forgot Like your neighborhood block or your favorite spot Certain records always seem to make me reminisce And when it hits, and then it clicks Remember this, my life lasts before me I'm there from the sounds I hear I pinpoint the year, it's perfectly clear I like the way it went down and all of that In fact, it means a lot cause you can't bring it back Remember that Remember that Remember that With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.